Alrighty, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. How are we all doing today? Uh, whether you guys are watching us through Twitch or listening to us through... Oh gosh, whichever portal we ever decided to go with in the end, I'm I'm not in control of that. That all sounds far, 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 far too scary to me. How are we all doing though? How's it going? Um, apologies for no podcast last week. Um, unfortunately, I, I just, you know, we both got to the point where we were so tired. I think last week it was, it was crazy. Um, absent, absolutely so, absolutely just. Barely conscious is yeah. the term I would use. Are we, are we doing better this week though? Sure. Let's, <laughs> let's just go with let's, yes. Let's go what? with yes. No, welcome on in guys. Welcome on in. Um, there's been a lot of news over the last two weeks, and we've got a lot to catch up on. Uh, yeah. Like, a, a lot, a lot to catch up on. But it's all good. It's all good. We're here now. How has your two weeks been? Busy, overworked, underslept. Uh, is kind of the the mindset. But how about you? You've been doing cool things. Ah. Uh... Have I been doing cool things? You have been. You started your your like I believe within the, that two week period. Oh, you pole fit stuff, right? Yes. So uh, I started chewing some pole fit stuff, uh, which is absolutely terrifying. Uh, <laughs> going some... down a treat, I would say. Oh no, yeah, it's it's going really well. But um, suddenly being upside down and letting go with your hands in front of like 150, 200, whatever it was, people the other day, adds. That's actually a terrifying thing. No pressure. No. I, I do it all the time. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm ever so slightly concerned that Twitch Live Fails is suddenly going to tune in at the moment when my face meets the ground. Um, but no, it's good. Um, I'm making good progress, so uh, that's that's going really well. Um, Neon Scream and Talavir are going really well. Talavir, we just beat a giant red dragon. Uh, and Neon Scream... Um, yeah. Right, let, let's, let's avoid the spoilers. But like... like... Yeah, Neon Scream is... yeah. A thing. A thing for sure. No, it's, it's great, it's great. And if you guys if you guys are into cyberpunk kind of roleplay and stuff, it's 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 great, it's great, it's great. Uh, meanwhile, you finished all of Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, well, I finished Stormbloods. I, I want to say good job, but I'm not proud of you. No, no I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not terribly proud of having... Like, Stormblood wasn't that great. It was me. Okay, it wasn't as good as Heaven's Ward or the original game, I'd say. But like, to be honest, I've been at, I've been balls deep in like behind the scenes, uh, businessy ducking and diving and stuff right. and thing, and just I. I <laughs> so for last week, like we, we'd we'd already got the schedule and stuff already put into place and whatever else, I'm kind of ready to go. Um, I've used the same game that I used last week yeah, for my you. game of the week this week, and that was actually a game that I played the week before because I've had that little time to actually do any sensible things. Yeah. Um, so, so that's kind of where I am right now. It's just kind of yeah, yeah. Like I'm with you. I get a little holiday next week, which is great. Um, I'm actually I, I don't know if you'd remembered, but I'm coming to visit you. Uh. <laughs> I remember but, that's why this place is looking so tidy right now, honest. Mm-hmm, yeah. But no, I, um, uh, I'm super excited that I get a little bit of a break, but my game for this week is something that I've been, like, 
playing half an hour off, throwing the controller across the room and going, I'm done, I'm never gonna play it again. <laughs> and then like a couple of hours later, I'm like, okay, I'll take a break from work. I'll play that for like half an hour and then, and, and kind of the really? cycle goes on. That brings you in line with most of Twitch, it seems. Because I've seen a lot of anger. But, but maybe we'll cross that hurdle when we get yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's talk about that later because I have feelings about that. And unfortunately, they don't align with a lot of Twitch. Okay. Like, I, I have I have lots of feelings about that. Um, but something that I don't have many feelings about because the Fallout. How dare you? How dare you? We are going to have a falling out. Oh, um, there it was. I said you were yeah. yeah, It was good. It was good. It was this good. is a bit of a weird one um, because it just... I don't know. This kind of makes me kind of think that the dudes that did the thing just has no concept of games so basically the guy that sung the wanderer which is like one of the main songs that's on the um what's it called uh diamond city radio yeah uh, um, and they used it in all the trailers and everything for fallout 4 yeah, as well didn't they the like and... it was everywhere <clears throat> so the dude that sung that has filed a lawsuit with uh, Bethesda or Zenimax, uh, I think it's Zenimax, Zenimax actually. Yeah. Um, uh, to, to, to have a have a moan about the fact that the Wanderer was used in combination with a trailer slash advert that involved some death, and it's actually the trailer that's on at the moment. Yeah, like actually this this particular trailer, which ha actually has minimal death in it, I would say, out of every trailer I've seen for Fallout Four. So like. Apparently, like he's supposed to have had like a consultation before the track was used alongside any particular adverts or trailers or blah 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 blah. And he didn't realize that a game with gunplay in it may or may not result in things being. I mean, I mean, did they not come to him with the concept and go right? So basically, right? It's a nuclear apocalypse. Everyone's mutated, and you're fighting your way through for survival. I don't understand how you can. I don't quite understand how you can talk about Fallout, and this is any of the Fallouts. I don't know yeah. how you can sell somebody on Fallout without saying that it's this sort of poke, poke apocalyptic. Oh dear. Poke apocalyptic. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I play that mini game. Uh, it, it's you know it, it's got it's got this sort of post apocalyptic setting. Um, that that you know there's People lots of rolling about the place. Right, like, I don't understand how you can physically sell this game. Like, well, I mean, they would literally have to promise him, oh, by the way, the only time your song's going to get played is when you're, like, building your settlement and, and making everything look nice and, and happy. But no, not the turrets. You're not going to be around. You're not. Gonna, we'll mute you when when the turrets are being built. But like, if you're just trying to make a nice shack or something, that's when the wanderer will play. No other points in time, because literally every other point in time is basically shooting someone's face off, and and then and then yeah, going. I'm trying to, I'm trying to um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for a second there. I had the wrong game in my head, yeah. and all Sean! Of Sean. Sean. Jason. That's my, that's my favourite Sean out of all of those, by what, the way. Sean! Sean! Oh, it almost sounds like a sneeze, it's great. I don't... <laughs> anyway, so like, yeah, so he's like trying to sue for like a hundred and some million dollars. Yeah, I, I feel like this smacks of somebody who doesn't quite 
un understand games and doesn't quite understand kind of how how stuff. Are... I don't get that because to be fair, the dude brought the song out in like the sixties. So I'm yeah, guessing he's yeah, yeah. on it. That's but fair enough. The fact that but... nobody has explained this to him explicitly going forward just kind of melts my brain a little bit. Like, like, is and, and there a he... way to describe Fallout without? And he's just having a grumble now, and it, the game's been out two, two years, near enough. Yeah, something like that. So, did, has this not cropped up yet? Like, is this is this fresh information to you at this stage? I'm, I'm just trying to think, like, is there... Has there been a resurgence in kind of Fallout 4 activity recently? But considering oh, the hype it had behind its launch... I mean, DLC's been out a year now. Right. Like, the last piece of DLC came out around a year ago. Uh, it might have been August last year, not July, but um, it's, it's pretty much been out for a year at this point, like everything. Like, there's no extra stuff for them to push around the game. You know, there's Fallout Shelter, but none of the songs are used in that. No. So, and that's not really pushed. Oh, yeah, there's Fallout 4 PR, I guess. But mm. even then. I, I don't. I, I don't feel like Fallout 4 VR had a had a, had a hugely successful sort of. Um... Well, it's been roundly mocked, if anything. Right. Next step is Fallout 4 available on the petrol pump of your choice. <laughs> they're running out of devices to slap Fallout 4 onto. I mean, if anybody can follow the Skyrim kind of way of things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Skyrim on your dick. Why not? You know, like just multitask, have a piss. That's that's not that's not board. a thing that I want. Please don't send that to my P.O. box. Well, to, be uh, fair, to be fair, they would have to install you with one to start with. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm kind of, please don't prank. send that to my P.O. box. That's not a thing that I want. Um, <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's mental. I kind of... I almost feel sorry for the guy if he's been missold that badly. But I, I also kind of wonder... Why is it either A, taking you so long, B, did you say that it was okay in the first place? Like... I, I, don't, I don't believe, like, it, it's possible to have reached this stage and been completely unaware. Like, sure, like if, if it were me, right, and I made music for a living, and I had, I had, no, right, I had no interest in um, bus shelters, but I was going to exclusively license my music to be played in bus shelters. And then I find out that a bus shelter that my music's in was like turned into some kind of brothel and I wanted to keep a squeaky clean... I'm, I'm really worried about where music. this is going. Um... Like, I, I, I would think that at the time when it was known that it was a brothel, I would kind of be made aware of it then, not two years down the line after it's already been mostly closed up. Right, I like, mean, I, I dislike your analogy, but... Uh... It, was the, it was the first thing that fell out of my brain, to be perfectly honest, because I, I didn't want to use video games, because I actually do have an active interest in those. Right, right. <laughs> but, so, yeah, no, 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 I, I understand, and I kind of, I wonder why this has come about now, and whether maybe this is some kind of push to bring it back up again. Because again, like we say, Fallout 4 VR and and um, Doom oh, Doom VR makes me feel sick without even looking I, at it. Yeah, I can't even imagine. No. Um. So I'm kind of like, 
I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm wondering why this is, has come about again and whether there's something more to that, but... I, yeah. I, I, I honestly, this is me being cynical bastard, right? I reckon the dude got a nice paycheck for getting the, the song put in the game, and then that paycheck has disappeared because it's been spent on things, and he's gone out oh, tits. I could really do with a new car, and decided to take issue with it. Like, ask lawyer friend number five. Yeah, potentially. Uh, do you know any way that they might have breached this contract? Because I got yeah. a nice little payment out of actually doing this in the first place. That's that's how it feels. Yeah. Whether that's the truth of the matter, I don't know, but that's how it feels. As I say, I, I, I want to I want to feel bad for him if that's what's happened, but I, I, I get the feeling that it's just not and this is a some kind of desperate grab either from um sort of the, the game side of things or from his side of things. This this does feel like a little bit of a grab. Um Yeah. I, I just don't think it's feasible to have reached this stage and been unaware. It's yeah. too far down the line and it's too core to the premise of the game in the first place for right. him to wear for this long i just i don't buy it yeah yeah no i can oh bless you uh i can i can go along with that sorry i don't know if you heard him i certainly did echoing no. through my microphone no <laughs> oh no but sorry consider themselves blessed mm -hmm. um definitely <laughs> oh, so sad. from from one triple a game to another um, um well, not quite really, but not, they'd love to oh, try to make a big so. I have so many issues with this and it makes my heart sad. So, Ark <laughs> is after two years of being in early access. Of which one year is what they actually said it was going to be. Okay. After two years of being in early access, um, Ark is finally going like fully finished, done. Whatever. Um, how much is it? Is it $55? Start uh, dollars. 55 pounds. Oh, God. Dollars. Right. And then a few days later, they went, in light, in light of the backlash, we'll make it $49.99. <laughs> Like, and they didn't outwardly oh, say it, but went down five randomly. All right, okay. Well, let's talk about this for a second, because there's a couple of things to consider here. One is the fact that it was planned for early access for a year and went on for two. Now, as somebody who follows a lot of indie games, I understand that teams get caught up doing stuff. They want to make it right. Yep. Ark was always going to be a game that was difficult to get right because of the amount of... How do I, how do I, because of the amount of games in that particular genre, the things that this game was doing slightly differently and, you know, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. I want to also draw your attention to the DLC that they charged money for. £15. Yeah, £15 that was released while it was in early access. So mm -hmm. this was... This was tack on, and you have to remember the the whole premise behind DLC content is it's tack on content. It's content that um, enhances your game experience, gives you extra gameplay, but isn't critical to you know whatever. Before I mean, it, it was li from what I remember, it literally was here now. Do you mind? Uh, here now, you can go into a desert, and there's some different lads there, and that's about it. Right. 
Um, so yeah, DLC um, released halfway through. You have to remember that the game constantly moves and one of the game's primary features that everybody loves, which is taming stuff. Taming dinosaurs. Yep. Who doesn't want to tame dinosaurs? You have to be on top of that in real time. Yeah. And those time spans can be super long. So the people who do like this game and who do play this game are playing it constantly. Yeah, hardcore players. Like yeah. in order to actually play it as intended, you need to be a hardcore player. Right. So I kind of wonder if they bank on that particular kind of player to make them that fifty pounds every time. That is so expensive. But for those something hardcore that honestly I played, played out of a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But like those those hardcore players are already playing. They picked it up in early access because their friend picked it up in early access, and now they're playing it twenty four seven every single day because right. that's the only because of raids, because of the dinosaurs, all this sort of thing. Like you the have to bases be, and whatever. yeah, you have to be on top because people will raid you and nick your stuff. And if you've worked mm -hmm. for say an entire day, you've worked to be able to get X thing back at your base. Yeah, get fucked. Somebody can just come along and get yep. rid of it. Blow up a wall, Dunsky. Yeah, get it, rid of a, a section really of well fence. It seems like it's a lot easier to crack into bases in Ark than it is in other similar survival games. I that that's from what I've seen. I obviously I don't really play it hands on, but that's that's what I say. The problem the problem that I see is that like, and I I played it a very long time ago is that I like these games that I can dip in and out of. Um, if I if I can't if I can't link leave it for two days and that's the nature of my job, unfortunately, yeah. is that I don't have time to keep on top of a game constantly. Well, unless you are going to become an ARC streamer. Right, right. Like which... that's the only circumstance, which is not a well advised choice at the best of times no, anyway. Single game streaming doesn't doesn't like appeal to me in any way. So this well, like, is works, but it's very difficult to make work uh, for for a lot of streamers in any event. Even if you were to make a go of it, it's right. not a, an easy thing to do. So for me, looking at this from from kind of my perspective, I would be paying fifty pounds for something that I will only ever experience beginning content of. Over and over and over. Yeah. And I don't see it. I don't see it. The people who, as we've said, are the hardcore players, they've already got it. And the thing is with it, with, with it being so kind of harsh like that, what you have is a series of breaking points, series of points where that player will decide to go, fuck this, I'm off. Right. You know that that one that one time when they got their base raided three times in a day. That one time where they just spent all day getting a T Rex or whatever, and somebody and it, broke the fence or nicked yeah, their saddle or and he needs to be retamed with twenty eight billion berries in order to make him happy or whatever. And you've got you've got twenty seven point nine billion berries and they're just not enough. And he fucks off and rampages through your base or whatever. But like, there's so many failure points there that will turn someone off from playing and from upkeeping on that game. That, like, yes, that will appeal to some, but it won't appeal to a lot of people and give the chance to just turn them off. And, like, the, the most interesting point about this, I guess, 
is you could buy a four pack of rust and still have money left over. But why would you? Because um, <laughs> it's on the same sort of scale and scope as this, apart from you can feed a dinosaur occasionally. Yeah, and I think unfortunately for for rust, that's the that's the selling point of this to yeah. most people yeah. uh, that play it. Is that you can but have it's dinosaurs? Still just a crafting survival game <laughs> that. You know, like, yes, it's cool that it's got dinosaurs in it, but, and that is a selling point for it, but ultimately, for 90% of this game, you're crafting and surviving. Yeah. And then 10% of the game, you're going, way, I'm on a pterodactyl! And then landing it again because you need to collect yet more, more berries. Berry. Um, um, <laughs> although, Lassie does make a good point in chat that um, the roleplay community for this was mm -hmm. amazing for a very long time but it springs up around every game even that yep. shitty conan game had an rp community spring up around it yep. and look how weak that game was that was the buggiest laggiest piece of shit that came out for a long time i enjoyed no, no, conan but there wasn't enough like uh, there wasn't enough communication from the developers moving forward for no. me so it's yeah and, and it was sad. the conan ip which i believe made it like super restrictive as well like the the, the people that own that ip are basically like no 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 you wouldn't have oh, walked left but that, no but that was really neat because you had like the little altar to the gods and like you no, could but... pick a god and do sacrifices and like yeah. that made it neat but i do understand that they are very protective over there I, it was a high level of anal retention in it like it, it just really was just hmm. a lot of like really pernickety oh well their hair's the slightly wrong length sort of toss you know oh, God. Um, but yeah I just think like if you're gonna bring out a game in this space and like the reason they tried to justify the costs is they were creating price parity across all platforms for re retail release in that case your price on console is too fucking high. Yeah. You are not a 50 50 pound console game. I'm, I'm sorry, but you're not. Nope. You are a 30 on a console and cheaper on PC. Yeah. I could allow because consoles games are always more expensive because you've got another pe person taking a slice of that pie. Right. That's fine. And um. people know that and people expect that. But 50, I, I don't know. Yeah, but. no, I think closer to 30 would have been a, a, a fairer price point for it. But again, like, I don't know, I haven't played it for a very long time, but what I remember is that it was so limited by what time you had that <laughs> I would never get enough content out of it, really. Um, and it just, that's a <clears> bit <throat> sad. But like, I mean, ultimately, right, it's, it's their choice, right? If they want to charge a billion pounds for their game, they can if they want to. Yeah. It's up to them. They made it. They own it. They yep. do everything. However, it's really fucking stupid. And it just doesn't make any sense. And you're scaring away potential player base. And your player base and the size of your player base is what incites more player base to come along in the first place because it's that kind of game. It's a co-op survival game. Yep. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, send it. I don't know, but I mean, again, like they're gonna do what they want to do. They they're gonna do, you know, whatever. It, it's oh. it's just unfortunate that I don't see the game doing well after release. No. Based on a couple of things, 
but that's not gonna add to it that's that's you know that's that's not gonna make people think oh is you know i'm gonna get my money's worth here that's a that's a hell of a high price point um for something that again a lot of people are played out of on console it might almost work that's the sad part because you know what's gonna happen People who don't have a PC capable of playing this, which, to be honest, unless you're the fucking NSA with some kind of super c- computer, you're going to have trouble playing it because it's still pretty poorly optimized even oh, at this stage. still? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's better than it was, but it's still pretty poorly optimized. Mm. Um, so all the, all the console players are going to have heard their f- PC playing friends going on and on and on about it for the couple of weeks where it was really fun. And then people, you know, when they stop playing again, they don't really slag it off because they've stopped playing it. They just stop talking about it. it, So if you have those positive impressions from back then, it's going to come out on console at a AAA game price, and they're going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, this guy was going on about this game a lot, and it was really good. The other thing that you'll get, unfortunately, and I know this because I used to work with a guy who was absolutely mad on dinosaurs, right? Dinosaurs were, like, the best thing that, that... ever were to be and he knew all about uh-huh. them and he knew blah, blah, blah. so he was like oh my god there's a console game and i can have dinosaurs right i will throw my money at the screen for a game that has dinosaurs in it and again that's so it's just capitalizing on greed but uh, on 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 people's kind of willingness to buy for the simplest concept yep. and greed yeah. and i i like come back yeah, I'm not impressed. I'll be honest. I'm not impressed by it as a tactic. But I, yeah, I don't see it doing well outside of release. But it's it's whatever. It's whatever. Um, if they've decided to put the price point at that, then you know. Um, yeah. Can it's we up to them. can we talk about a game that I think is going to do super well instead? So yeah, speaking of releases, a thing released today for Splatoon 2, which is their multiplayer beta, there was a test fire. Yes! Uh, yes! Today. Yes! Um, I played very little Splatoon. I oh. kind of want to play Splatoon, but I also don't want to use a Wii U, because I still just do not enjoy using the big one, the big screen, touchscreen. Have you, have you tried my Switch yet? I haven't played anything on it directly. Oh, oh, how long is the test fire on for? That's the thing. Like, I, I don't know. Um, I don't think it's long enough. Yeah, I think it's only over the weekend or yeah, something. Yeah, but I'll bring the Switch over next week and see what you make of it. Because I absolutely adore the Switch. I think it's a, a great little console. And these test fires and how Splatoon handled its multiplayer events was really, really good. Lasse, if Lasse is still here... Last day, will tell you, like, mm-hmm. I, because I, it's just, they were great. The way that they work, the uh, multiplayer events that they do, because obviously Splatoon is constantly multiplayer. Yeah. But the way that they work, for anybody that doesn't know, is that there were two hosts in the game. You had Callie uh, and Marie. Ha, find the pun. So, um, Callie and Marie would put two things forward, so cats and dogs, for example. Um, like winter and summer, and you would pick one of those. So then whenever you won or lost in multiplayer, it affected how well cats and dogs did. Yeah. Yeah. So you fought for cats, or you fought for winter, or whatever. Uh, And then at the end of the event, they'd be like, Ah, cats won! Yay! (laughs) So there was no real kind of, you know, nobody gained or lost for it. It it was just a thing. 
nothing. And it was good because it... it... It's to fight for. It's, it's a purpose beyond just going on to prick about to yeah. actually go and that that was that was really neat because they used to put on like um, the the lobby as it were the lobby area would have special music and you would mm -hmm. get t-shirts on your character so you could fight for one or the other and they just handled it in a really nice kind of way. Fun. Um, it's just that, yeah. that's it. It's just fun. That's so, what all it is and all it needs. I can I can see this doing well because it's just more Splatoon. Yeah, and that's not a bad thing in any way, shape, or form. I need to, uh, I need to get on the test fire today if I can. Um, I'm going to be on cake, obviously, because it's cake versus ice cream. I'm going to be on cake. So cake is going to be it. Well, we were discussing this beforehand, like whether you would be cake or it's, whether it's you would be ice cream. The cake that wins it, right? Cake is always good, but some ice cream is shit. The, well, no, but it's the variance, though. The variance between a cheesecake and a Victoria sponge is quite vast. Right. There's a range there. Ice cream, it just sits there and pouts. That's it. Oh, my God. But, yeah, no, uh, I can see this doing super, super well. Is this something, like... Is this something, considering you've never played it, you would consider trying? Oh, don't get me wrong. I've got nothing against original Splatoon, either. I just, uh, did, I just can't get on with, like, an oversized dinner plate controller. Like it just, I even though it's not that heavy and it's not that terrible and the thumbsticks and stuff are all in the right place, it just didn't feel comfortable to use. Right. And I'm not going to buy a pro controller for a system that I'm already not really going to be playing because I don't like how it's set up in the first place. So I never really got into it. I think given, given having a Switch, I think I would get into it because mm. I can just... I, there are so many reasons why I would want a Switch. If they start bringing out 3DS games on the Switch, I'm fucking game set and match. I'm sold. Like yep. straight up, being able to play a Pokemon game on a big screen. Yep. Instead well, of squinting, squinting at a fucking matchbook. You you know they they're working on. Oh, they're making a core Pokemon experience, right? Yeah. But like um. Yep. But like that's the thing. Like that's why I haven't played a lot of DS games. They're just too small. I'm just hmm. an old cranky man and they can't look at tiny screens. So um. Yeah, it appeals, and I, I think the Switch will be a, a more comfortable experience to play. Yeah, for sure. Um, any any game ever on, mm. uh, for that matter. So I could see me getting into it if and when I pick up a Switch. Yeah. Uh, well, I say if I will pick up a Switch at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah. No, the it, the Switch is honestly like a, an absolutely great piece of kit. I I adore it, and I just can't. I, oh, I'm so excited because regular regular shooters I have like a huge issue with because if I'm not getting kills constantly and we all have bad days right, right. unfortunately with my potato aim I have more bad well, days than <laughs> other people have but the core idea behind Splatoon is that you put paint down on the floor and your win is um, your win is your percentage of paint on the ground it's, it's literally Passepartout, the arena edition. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's reverse Mario Sunshine. Um, <laughs> it's, it's reverse Mario Sunshine. So if I'm having a bad aim day, which unfortunately happens, I can be like, okay, I'm going to take roller, I'm going to go splash up all the walls, and I'm just going to yep. throw paint Ignore everywhere. Those guys. Don't shoot me in the back, I'm busy painting. Leave I'm me busy alone. painting. Yeah, you can have terrible aim and still be useful. 
not just win, but yeah. you can be useful and feel useful in a game, and that's great. And the the different weapons that they had, um, just the uh, just the different maps that they had. A lot of additional weapons and yeah, maps. we had loads of free content. They were free as well, I believe. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Once you had the game, they did, I think it was about a year's worth of free updates. So yeah. um, we had all the it's events. It's such a Nintendo thing, and it's such a good Nintendo thing. Oh, it was great. Because if I didn't have time in the week to pick up, you know, whatever game because I was streaming, on my days off on the weekend, I could be like, there's a Splatfest on. So yeah. I can go wear my shirt and go do stuff. And they'd be like, oh, since you last logged in, you can have this new roller. There's this gun available. And it's like, oh, great. And with it all being free, it meant that none of us were ahead of anybody else, you know? Yeah, and you didn't kind of get caught out of the loop and you weren't unable to join your friends in a yeah. certain match or whatever oh else. God. That's the worst when everybody's like, oh, you want to play this map? And you're like, uh... I don't, I don't has. I don't that. And even if you did give me so I can has... I then have to exit the game, download the thing, rejoin yeah. it. By the time I've rejoined it, you've all stopped playing. Yeah. Whereas, That's to be yeah, whereas this one kind of went, Hey, we brought out a new map and it has jump pads. Have fun, don't die. And everybody <laughs> just kind of... Don't die. Oh god, that one's horrendous. And also also they've got this companion app coming with Splatoon 2 as well. Do you... Why? So, I don't understand. I think it's for like voice comms mainly. Yes. Um, so the idea of the Switch is they didn't want to, or the, the, from what I understand, is they didn't want to bundle in voice chat because they were worried about toxicity ruining what was otherwise a particularly friendly game. Right. right? So what you can do is you can get a companion app on your phone and there's an audio splitter that you can buy that is squid shaped. Of course. Because of course it is. To be able mm -hmm. to do voice comms through a mobile app. And mm -hmm. as much as as much as I'm kind of like, oh, voice comms not bundled in, not great, blah, blah, blah. I actually applaud them for going, actually, people can be shit and we want to give you the option as to whether you want to engage with that or not. Because in a lot of games, you don't get that option. Yes. Yeah, okay, you can go around and mute. Yeah, but, but if like, I'm trying I to could... shoot... And I'm being tilted, and people are already shouting at me. Yeah, but like literally, the the solution to that problem is not a separate app. It's a automatically off. Like that's that's literally all that needs to occur. I, off by default. As much as I can understand that, um, and yeah, that that would be kind of the better way about and, going and a parental about it. control that says off permanently. Yes. Um, as much as I can understand that, I still kind of have to give them props for at least thinking about it as a thing. Um, it's not the right solution, sure, yeah. but it is a solution. And again, if I could go into Overwatch games and voice comms be off from the start, A++. <laughs> uh, it'll work with all their multiplayer games, yes. Yeah, somebody, uh, Gaming Domain chat is like, I think I think it'll work with all multiplayer games, and that's the idea. Is yeah, that... I mean, this is the soft launch for Nintendo's online services, voice, app, additional Ultra Omega edition thing. Yeah. Um, and also, the other thing is, this is aimed at younger folks, 
who might not necessarily have a compatible mobile device. Good. Then they can't sit there and tell me about how many sex my mother has had. <laughs> yes. Good. But if they're playing with their equally aged friends or whatever else, like I, I remember, I remember being that age, and I remember because I didn't have an N sixty four for like a very long time that I was I was like left out of stuff. Like mobile phones were barely a thing when I was younger, unless you're talking like the fucking breeze block with a rubber breadstick stuck in the top sort of things, which only yuppies had. Yeah. But like, so I didn't really have that pressure, but the pressure of not having stuff. And that being a barrier to some of the kind of assist, well, co-op-y content, it just seems a little bit e. I don't know. Yeah. No, somebody somebody in chat right now, uh, Mega Mario is telling me in chat that there is a way to turn off Overwatch voice comms permanently. And I'm just like, yes, that is a thing that I need. Um, yeah. But, you, you know, I, I can understand kind of... Um, I can understand wanting to have voice comms with your friends and if you are of suitable age, blah, blah, blah. But we've all seen the shit that happens when you get young people who don't know any better in yeah. voice comms and young people who want to show off in front of their friends in mm -hmm. voice comms. And if they've all got switches, then they can sit together and play them because that's no, not how in the, same the switch room. Not works. Bad. It's portable for a reason. So you, know, you can I, go to someone's basketball game and go into the middle of the basketball game. Hey guys, I brought my Switch. Do you want to play NBA 2K18 on my Switch? No, I'll all, go to all parties jokes, on rooftops. All jokes aside, I've taken my Switch to a couple of different houses now and played just little bits and pieces with people, and it's nice. Like, it's good. I took the Dark Crown to Tom's the other week and we played Just Dance to embarrass the boys. And, like, <laughs> that was really good. Like, Matt and I have sat there on a sofa and played Mario Kart on the, the little doohickeys. And, like, I almost pushed him into oblivion because he's better at it than I am. So, how like, dare he? How dare he? So, you know, the, the, the Switch the one, built the for stuff thing, like this. The one thing that I love about the Switch is I can just sit there like a slob like this. Like yeah, just with one controller in each hand. One in each hand, half yep. in each hand. Perfect. Yep. Happy day. Yep. And that's actually I, my favorite control method. Like, loads of people are going, they're so small. The, the handhold things are so small. Um, and I'm like, yeah, but that's perfect because they just nestle in your hands quietly and then you sit back, you throw your arms forward and you just, and you play. Right. And it's good. I've had a lot of controllers in my time. Which controller has not nestled in your hands quietly? Which one is sat there in your hands going... The, N60, the N64 pad wasn't a fucking quiet pad. That thing was a monster to try and fucking use, right? Well, it if you had the vibration horrendous. thing. Right, no, but you had to hold it, like, to one side, which meant that I was already, like, jamming my elbows into myself. I'm, re I'm really glad you guys are here on Twitch to see me kind of, like... Dislodging ribs. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Um, but yeah, like like the N64 pad was a pain. The Xbox, the original Xbox one. Ah, the fr fridge freezer. The fridge freezer. You think my hands can hold one of those? I used to have to put it down on my lap and curl my hands like over the top and play that way. Because play it was like just, a grand piano. Yeah, because it was just like too big for me to hold. I look, I look like I'm eating an imaginary sandwich right now. No, um, it's a cake. Oh, it's a cake. Oh, because we're cake this week. Yeah. Um... 
Just, just, <laughs> yeah, like, there are so okay. many of them that haven't fit my hands, and I know I have smaller hands, so I'm kind of, you know, whatever. But... No, I mean, I I don't, and I, so I had trouble with, certainly the Xbox controller, the original right. Xbox controller was awful. Right, and the buttons were so hard, and you had to, like, click them, and it was, but, like, <laughs> the Switch, if I'm in bed, I can kill up sideways with a whole unit and play Isaac. If I'm sat up on, on like a train or whenever I'm flying or whatever, you can put the kickstand out, pop it down, take the controllers out and, and thingy them. I know that they say you mustn't use, you can't use the controllers in airplane mode. You don't have to use airplane mode after the seatbelt signs have gone off. Yeah. So it's fine. You're um, not supposed to use any large electronic devices until you're up in no. the air anyway. Yeah, so. no. Uh, but then you've got the little puppy controller that the side things slot into. Like, it, it's it's wonderful, and I actually adore it. Like, I actually actually adore it as a as a console. It's so versatile, and it's 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 only gonna lend to games like this. Uh, this is success because this is gonna be so successful. It's Splatoon with tighter controls, with better aiming, um, with oh, well, more content. I do dispute. Again, going back to their original adverts and whatever else, I do highly dispute Splatoon ever making it into an enormous esports arena. Oh, I'd love to see this as an esport. Just see because it. of the music. I'd Have you heard the Splatoon music? Yeah, I'd love it, but it's no. It's oh, not it's, no. it's not esport. People are not gonna pump Twenty million dollars into a team for Splatoon Two. It's if just I had twenty million dollars, I would buy an esports team to compete at on their own. <laughs> yes, I would send them to Nintendo and be like, "Nintendo, make a tournament for these people." I have spent twenty million dollars, and now I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> um, but no, like I, does I, it. I wish, I wish, wholeheartedly. That this could th be an esport. I think it's too casual and too chill. Well, it's not even chill, I suppose. It's but like, it's not casual. Holy gods! Yeah, no, you know what I mean? no, no you've that. never played Rainmaker mode. Oh my god! I think is no. I, mean, I guess there is a, like strategy that you can bring into it and whatever else, but there's not really roles. I would say. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe got... I'm just wrong. No, um, it's really odd looking at it because you've never played it, right? I played it for like okay. half an hour. So as you get further along in competitive, you have um, roller players who uh, their job is to get ink on the floor and to try and splat anybody who's trying to flank. So you stay slightly right. further back. You've got your more aggressive players with your faster but less paint sort of wielding guns at the front to clear space for the people who've got why do shooting guns well, to move yeah. forward? Like, there are... While, while I'm not aware of there being, like, defined roles, you find that in every team. And the teams that do well are the teams that strategize with having um, some people who've got, um, like, these, these short-range zappy guns at the front. You've got the people who are cutting off flankers because the maps have a lot of room to flank around the sides. I sound like a complete and utter saddo right now, and you can tell I mean, how you... much of this game that I played. This is in, like... Like, clearly you are a shoutcaster in making for oh, Splatoon. Dude, I would have loved to have shoutcasted for the original Splatoon. I'd love to learn this one because it's it. 
It's just good fun. Like, it's good fun. And some of the plays that you see are so fast. Mm-hmm. That it just kind of works, you know? But I, I, I feel like we're... I get it, but I, I, I still don't buy it. I just, I don't. I don't get it at all. You said. It's, it's just... You know what? It's too fucking brightly coloured for an esports game. When have you ever seen an esports game as brightly coloured? I, I mean... Again, I'd love this to be an eSport just to show that it was possible, you know? Yeah, I look get at you. This bright, look at this bright, vibrant thing that is positive and wonderful. And it's and, different as yeah. well. It's not a FPS. Yeah. Or a MOBA. Let's let's go for it. And it, it, it's really neat. Like, it's really neat. It'd be really cool to see it up on a stage. But limited chances, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, right, so let's roll forward. Yes. So, in in dismal news of the week, oh God. Um, Logitech are fucked up because they've picked up Astro. No. Because apparently they believe that Astro make decent headsets, which they clearly don't. Um, that's a thing. Like, I, why? I'll just take make their own headsets and they make pretty okay, pretty decent. I'd still rate them above Astro's headsets. Astro headsets are really poorly made to the point that they break at the drop of a hat. They're not particularly comfortable to wear and they're just overcompensated on their base to the point where it just muffles everything. I do not understand why people buy Astro's. As somebody who used to sell them, um, I was never a fan. Uh, I didn't think they were great. We used to sell them to mainly people who wanted a brand on their headset. Uh-huh. The same sort of people that would buy Beats as a set of headphones. Right. Right. Um, people who want a brand on their headset, but they're not worried about how it sounds. They're not worried about how it feels on your head. They're not worried about, like, length of wear what you, what or anything like that. Right, it's a dickhead. Um. Uh, that's just... <laughs> You've got to be, if you do not care, if you are purchasing something for the sole intent of using it for presumably its intended purpose, and it's crap at doing its intended purpose, but it's got a picture on the side of it, then you're a dickhead. <laughs> like, straight up. I'm hoping that this means we'll get kind of better branded headphones from Logitech but we'll continue to see the quality that we would expect from a Logitech product. I mean, if they start jamming in Logitech per, like part pieces, components into Astro headsets and Astro headsets might become okay through virtue of being a Logitech headset, then sure. Right. Yeah. Um, but... And you have to remember, like, all acquisitions are good in, in the face of kind of... They're adding to what they have. They've now got... You know, they've now got more resources to be able to put into this kind of thing. But, like, um, I'll tell, tell you what, though. The one thing that Astro do very well is marketing through the virtue of um, sponsorships and stuff like that. They do that very, very well, and they make it so they, they appear to be these really wanted things and these sort of uh, just out of your grasp, ultimate premium contracts when realistically they're like those no-scope glasses that would give anyone a sponsorship if they've got more than like 10 followers yeah it's, like the same sort of quality it, like, and that, that's it the sort of unattainability the slight unattainability of a product being sort of used as a lure 
to make you think that they're better quality. To piggyback off what's being said in chat as well, I have a feeling that Astro at one point did um, a partnership with Call of Duty. Um, they definitely had Call of Duty branded ones. Yes. Because uh, for so... a while, Turtle Beach didn't, and Turtle Beach normally do, mm. and I think they, they took it over for a year or something. Mm. I, have a, I have a feeling, because Turtle Beach, when I was working at game, were the thing to have... Not because they were good in any way, but because they were the Call of Duty headset. They were the mm. camo-coloured headset. And I got the feeling that, that uh, a lot of these sponsorship and things led to that kind of that kind of popularity. Yeah, um, in defense of Turtle Beach, their really cheap headsets are better than other ones in that price range. Yes. Their higher-end ones totally aren't worth it, but they're, they're really cheap, shitty headsets are very good for the price range. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Totally, totally. Um, but I, as I say, I hope this means good things for kind of having better quality headsets out there that are not only affordable, um, but are good at what they do. Um, affordable? I mean, have you seen the price of Astros? Like, they ain't going to go down. They're not going to get cheaper. They've gone up like 10, 20 quids dollars whatever your currency is oh. insert here every iteration of them like, i doubt they're gonna get any cheaper oh 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 yeah sorry my <laughs> internet my internet hiccuped for a second and it went uh, <gasps> i'm gonna die i'm gonna shut obs and i'm like no computer don't do that please don't do this not with these uh um but yeah, they, they, they tend to go up in price in each iteration. I don't really see them coming down or be, you know, maybe they'll remain stable for a couple of years. Yeah. All Theresa May. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I... I uh, sorry, Steve in the chat is talking about not understanding the need for branded stuff. And I'm kind of like, well, you recognize the brands that make good products. So you use that brand. Yeah, if and a brand is synonymous that... with good quality, then yeah. I'll buy it. I will yeah. forever buy Sennheiser headphones. Yes. Why? Because I bought Sennheiser headphones and they're good for the price. Yep. They're, they're very good for the price. Blue microphones. Uh, you speak to any broadcaster ever who's used a blue microphone and they will go back. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They will go back and tell you that blue microphones are the thing to have. And ha having, having bought Razer... By virtue of them, why do I keep saying by virtue of? I don't know why the fuck oh. I keep saying that. But, um, but having bought Razer stuff because so many people I know have bought Razer stuff, especially like the mice. The mice have always been really, really good. Yes, I miss uh, I miss my mouse with the numbers on side, but I think Corsair have just come out with a new one, so I'm looking into that. Um, so I bought loads of Razer stuff. At which point, most of that stuff has failed in some way, shape, or form. So, yeah. Razer is now synonymous with being pretty shit and their customer support being pretty shit. Yeah. And so, I'm not going to buy Razer anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think there is a need for kind of branded stuff and there is a there is a, a legitimate kind of... Um, there's a, a legitimate thing to do with buying brands that you recognize as being good. Mm -hmm. So, uh, his headphones downstairs at the moment, he's using PlayStation branded ones. Okay. And I hate them. Um, <laughs> he used to have a pair of the cheap Sennheisers. The yeah. ones that were like twenty three ninety nine or whatever, and they're wonderful. And the second that I've got enough money to do so, I'm going to get him a new set. Because I'd rather him have Sennheiser stuff than, lol, here's a headset that PlayStation threw together. 
Then, yeah. And then, well, to be fair, Sony are pretty good with headsets. They're not amazing, but they do make some pretty okay headphones. They're, they're overpriced. But this, they're, is, they're... this is one of their first wireless outings. Uh, they make real. They, they they make pretty okay, but overpriced wired headphones. There you go. There we no go. No idea about their wireless. I'd imagine it's probably pretty poor. Their their wireless the the wireless one that we have at the moment downstairs is uh a little clunky. Wireless to the point of if you stick your head against the thing you're listening from, or <laughs> wireless as in he can he can walk away from stuff. That's fine, but the whole headset is like three times the size of his head. Oh, I see. So, so small planets. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, drawing mass. You know, it's just. Yeah. Um. It, it's not. <laughs> it's not wonderful. But no, I. I always think acquisitions are acquisitions are interesting, and I think this is going to be a particularly interesting one. Um, well, I, I think they've bought. You know, they've bought brand value, and they've bought that kind of uh view, outlook and that view on uh, attainable stuff. Like, you know, it's, it's oh, because of super sponsorships and blah de blah de blah. And if they, if Logitech can piggyback on that to some degree, then yeah, that's a good thing. But ultimately, their tech is poo. Like, that's it. just kind of what it boils down to. But hey, we'll see. Yeah, hopefully uh, they do well. But I mean, well, it's a wait and see thing at the moment. So, from, from crap to crash. Um, uh, people are QQing the the Crash Bandicoot remake remaster re. I always forget which one's which. So Rem- it's it's three remasters, I think, rather than three remakes. See, I thought they were remakes because like they look remake. Who knows? Right. So the, it's exactly the same level design all the way through. Nothing's moved. The whole levels have been remade. They're the same, but they've been remade. Like they've f- physically remade them from the ground up. Oh yeah, up. yeah, no, no, no. Rather than yeah, that so, makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Remaster would be, and now it's HD. And now right? it's HD. Yeah, no, that, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. They have gone the, they have gone the extra step and gone hey, like, but mm. but all the level design and everything is exactly the same. Um, Look, leave me alone, gamer domain. That segue was crap, Bandicoot. All right, leave me alone. Okay. Close enough. Right. So, um, so yeah, um, people are moaning that it's harder now. And, and it <laughs> sort of is. And, but hilariously likening it to the dark souls oh, of platformers. Because, because we don't people, have a better way of describing that the game is hard. Every game is dark souls. Yeah. I played Just Dance 2017 and it was the dark souls of rhythm games. No, mm. it's not. Did you see an Estus flask anywhere during that twerking? No, stop. Like, just. It makes me sad that we don't have another way to describe how hard games are. Yeah. They're either this game is blah, 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 or uh, this game is easy, this game is casual, or this game is the Dark Souls of X genre. Yeah. I'm like, but Dark Souls wasn't hard. It just had a steep learning. Curve. Crash Band- the Crash Bandicoot re- remake mm. is the Justin Bieber of platform games. Like, it just it's the same level of resemblance, though. Like, it just makes no fucking no. comparative. It's so, the M and S of platform games. Oh god, it might as well be though. It looks good enough to be. Um, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, no, the problem with it is they've changed the way that his... And I'm, I'm going to get nerdy for a second here. So they've changed the way that his jump arc works. So what yes. they've done is, um, from what I can tell from looking at this extensively, because I played it and kind of went, this feels in, off and I don't know why. In half-hour spurts before, before flinging, flinging the controller. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I started playing it and I'm like, this feels off and I don't know why. And I kind of went back to the original and I'm like, yeah, no, there's there's something here, but I can't work out what. And it's super subtle. Um, from what I can tell, they've changed the way his jump arc works. So jumping up is the same. Falling down is slightly faster. Yeah, it's kind of more truncated, right? It's just got, like the distance yeah. is shorter. Like he yes, doesn't keep that, forward. because that second drop is faster. Yeah, so he but doesn't like, get as much drifting forward. He kind of he... goes straight down now. Yes, yeah. He, I mean, he doesn't like drop, but yeah, he he dro he doesn't go as far anymore yeah. because of that that sort of uh, second half being altered. Um, so lots of people are complaining that the game is hard, and I think it's important that you remember a couple of things. One, the game was hard to begin with. It... It's a nineties platformer. Yes, this came out in an era where. If you owned a PS1, you probably didn't have that many games for it, so you needed something that not only was going to last you... Crash was quite early in the lifespan as well, original yeah. Crash. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that adds to the sort of, well, you're going to get any playtime out of this sort of aspect to it. Yeah. You, these games were designed for you to get hours and hours and hours and hours and hours out of. Um, mm -hmm. The game relies on you remembering how the levels go. The first level that you come across where you're riding a, a, a pig, um, so Hogwild, mm -hmm. has various things like um, guys that walk from side to side. And they have spit-roasting pigs that, that go around that you have to Up, jump down, over or go under. Right. So you kind of have to learn what bit is at what bit of the level. Yep. The same with like the boulder one as well. When you're being yeah. chased by the boulder, you yeah. need to know what obstacles um, cause towards you. And as much as I dislike the level design, the bridge levels as well, where you're running up a bridge yeah. with fog, and that sometimes there are gaps, sometimes there are planks that give out and away. You can. How do these people not know you can run on the rope? That's cheating, you shit. But so um, many people don't even know. Because <laughs> they never played it when they were a kid. And we, I know, but like... We've come into this... We've accidentally jump on it and then go, oh, get off here and carry on, like, dodging the obstacles. I'm running along it! Mm. But, like, so many people that I've seen complain say that it's too hard for modern audiences. And I'm like, well, this was never designed for modern audiences. Yes. It is a faithful, almost completely faithful recreation of the original levels there is a reason why if you've missed a couple of boxes at the end of each level it drops the boxes on crash and physically hurts him you are yeah. meant to feel bad yeah. for not a hundred percenting that level it's meant to be difficult because it's a classic game and that's what they were like back then you've got yeah. to remember we just come out of the era where we were porting arcade games these games that were meant to be unfair to keep you putting coins in the machine. Yeah. Like, exactly. We were only just moving away from that. Um, so yeah, I feel like a bunch of people have forgotten where this game came from. The other thing is, it's not frustrating. It does no. as much as it can 
to not case, be frustrating. Like worst case scenario, you die a ton of times. You go back to the start of that level. Yeah, literally That's nothing changes. That. It's like five minutes back. Yeah, is that far as you go back? Yeah. I've had quick saves that have gone back further than that in a lot of other games. Like, yep, you um, uh, like literally all that happens once you've lost all your lives is you go back to the beginning of that level. Uh, Uka Uka laughs at you for a little bit, so this mask goes what, eh, 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 eh. and like you start again. You don't get stuff taken off you. Um, yep. if you start to lose lives repeatedly, the game gives you a mask to try and help you through some of the obstacles. Which will absorb one hit for you. Yeah. It won't save you from, like, jumping down a pit or anything, but no, it'll save but... you from getting yeah. hit by a spike or something. Yeah, which is useful because the more you die, obviously, the, the further on tilt you go and the more you are likely to just walk into that tortoise that's walking back and yeah. forth on the platform. Um, but yeah, no, I don't understand why people are QQing. I think mean, the people who are QQing either never played the original or... Well, the, the other important point, well, not important point, but like, the point worth mentioning is there was a change to, like, Crash's actual hitbox. So before yes. you were, like, a, a, a cuboid, basically. Um, so you're a big, you know, just rectangular column. Yeah. And that was how you jumped onto things. If you made it barely onto the lip of something, then you were on it. Like, that was it. Yeah, you, now you were... they've actually framed it around him. Yeah. So unless it you was get like your foot line. on it. Yeah, it's like pill-shaped now. So you're kind of a bit elliptical. Right. Um, so you've got the ability to slide off if you didn't actually make the jump properly. Right. Which is fine. Yeah, again, <laughs> like, it teaches you that fine. you have to make that jump next time. And that's... That's the thing, that's all this game does ever is be like, hey, try that again. Like, yeah. hey, remember that this jump is here, whatever, you know? It, it, that's all that game does, and it, it's kind of... It's not the dark souls of platforming. Have these people not played Boshi? It's not, well. it's not in any way unfair at any point, as far as nope. I can tell. Um, as far as I've got through it, it is at no point unfair. Um, like... A lot of the speedrunning, or a few of the speedrunning strats, are still there. The, cyc yeah. the cycling works differently. Um, but, but there are still cycles to make and to beat and whatever else yeah, in there. Yeah, like, the it's not kind of removed. Yeah. Like, Again, there. they left the rope thing in. Like, they were rebuilding this from the ground up. They could have said, hey... They could have not put a yeah. box... Yeah, guys, fuck you. Like, you don't get to ride on the rope anymore. No, you can bypass entire sections of levels by just running on the right yeah. bit of level. Um, and like, I watched the speedrun for, I think it was original Crash. Yeah, I did uh, too. Um, uh, SGDQ. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing the speedruns of this version of it. Yep. And to see how they vary from, from the original one, because there's definitely going to be different strats in there because of the ways they're slightly differently yeah. made. Well, the, the way that cy uh, cycles used to work in uh, Crash 1 was the cycles were persistent even through the uh, level select. Well, and also if you died, it, it didn't reset, reset the cycles. It, it, it would continue the cycles for that time that you were dead, I believe. No, it would put them. Uh, it would put them at a slightly different time from what I I remember. Oh no no yeah sorry it reset them entirely because you were death abused. Be because you were death abused at the end of a level to be able to skip your box drop. Yeah. And then yeah so <laughs> it, it, it's it's something that I could no doubt about but 
I'm not gonna. It's a wonderful. But it's interesting, game. like the fact that you know they've retained stuff when they didn't need to. Yeah. Just to keep sort of the continuity of the game together. I, yeah. I, I don't know. And again, like it that. keeps that. It keeps that feel of it being a challenging classic game. But um, you know, the first boss fight, you can totally circumvent the first boss fight by standing on a chair. Yeah. Like, and, it's... I mean, that's, that's how I've averted many fights in my time. <laughs> Standing on a chair. Yeah. Top on. Not, it's fine. Not sure I need to... Not, not, not sure. I'm not going to do it right now. I'm not going to show off my my uh, cat face uh, sweatpants. Oh, I've got. God. No, please don't. No, but yeah, we'll, we'll come back to this one. But um, basically, people don't need to be QQing. It's silly. They just need to get good. Yeah. It's literally all it is. It's a hard-ish game. Yep. Try harder. Yeah. Make sure you make the jump next time. Yeah. Stand closer to the edge when you jump. Good job. Yeah. That would solve literally 80% of the eels yeah. with the game. Pretty much. Pretty much. All right. Okay. So. From dying a lot <laughs> to not dying at all. There you go. That works. That'll do. That, that'll do. That'll that do. I was going to say. Um, instead so we'll roll with it yeah so uh mario odyssey looks great sounds great you can put your hat on a t-rex and then you're the t-rex however it doesn't morph them it, like this is really completely aside from the story but like nintendo are like really making certain that people know that by throwing his hat onto other people or other animals or monsters, whatever. It doesn't transform them or morph them in any way. Yeah, no. Um, right. So there's been a horrendous bit of um, fan fiction out where Mario throws his hat onto a man. I think he was, his name is Dan. And he lives out Dan's life and gets Dan gets married and has children. And then Dan comes to the end of his life and his son says, Father, I don't want to let you go. And the, Dan says... Don't worry, son. You'll never have to. Just put on my hat, and he puts on <laughs> he puts on the hat, uh, and and Dan dies, and Mario stretches his new set of of limbs and fingers, and every part of me goes, no, no, no. Some horrible symbiotic. <laughs> yeah. But so... Mario is basically bacteria at this stage. That's so. Some kind of fungus. I feel like I want to talk about that, and not the actual story, because that's. Dark as shit. I want to hear more about it. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can track it down. But um, uh, yeah, there was this bit of fan fiction about Mario taking over this this man's body. I, I tell you what, research research you it talk out. You about this cool thing that we're going to talk about, right. and then we'll get onto the real subject, okay. the, the more important subject. So basically, the the thing that we were going to talk to you guys about the Super Mario Odyssey side of things for is there's no game over. So you can mess up as much as you want. You can jump off of buildings and fall to your doom or apparent doom. Doesn't matter. You won't die. There's no death. There's no game over. There's no incredibly fully getting it wrong. You just didn't make that jump. You just didn't get that thing. You just took too much damage and whatever else. And I think that's kind of interesting. I like the fact that it's kind of part of the experience i guess like or, or it's more of a case of it's just an experience and it's not 
your failure is not measured in life and death because it doesn't really need to be. If you don't make a jump, you don't make a jump. There's no need for you to die and reset back or whatever else because you've fallen down a hole and that's it. You need to get back out of the hole and go and make that jump. Um, we've we've been seeing new stuff like that throughout all the all the games. Um, you know the the more recent Super Mario games. Mm -hmm. You get. If you die a certain amount of times, you can have a little leaf that helps you through a bit further. You know, yeah. you, you, they, they're slowly working towards this, and that's that's kind of nice. I can't find it, and it's really annoying. And the thing is, like, you won't... Unless you get good, you won't 100% the game, regardless of how many times you die and or, or not die uh, and, and come back again. You're not going to get to all of the things without improving your skill level and that's all that really matters anyway like you know the, your ability to obtain the thing uh is kind of but it's kind of irrelevant whether you there's a death caused by it or not you just you either make it or you don't there's no sign of the creepy fanfic there's not and it's really annoying because i remember reading it and being like oh no, it really upset me um, the web, the website that hosted that really disturbing profile for Folklore, which is a thing that I found on the Black Watchman game, mm. uh, website just disappeared, and I'm like emotionally oh. rent because that was like the most I've laughed in my entire life. Oh. Dodgy fan fiction is the the best entertainment on the internet. Um, but w one thing that I have found is that Nintendo talking about uh, the fact that they don't like calling it possession. They want you to call it capturing instead. They don't want you to call it possession. They want it's you to call it. Pokemon, I'll be honest. Like, I mean, for starters, half it's missing. <laughs> so it's capturing. So what? It's, it's, it's the terminology that they're fussed about. Yeah, it's the terminology that they're fussed about. That you're not possessing anybody. You are in um, fact ghosts capturing them. And I'm like. I mean, that's not really better, is it? No. I mean, maybe it is. I it's don't know. Really like, is, isn't Japanese culture is uh, somewhat based on not liking spoopy things? I forget. I swear, there's some slice of Japanese culture that is just really not impressed with like the occult or, or ghosts or spirits or past. Or, or they, they need to be dealt with respectfully or something. I don't what know. if Kirby eats Mario and puts on his hat? There's some kind of hideous feedback loop that going on there. <laughs> Is it, yeah. Perhaps it just gives you the, the star effect for the rest of the, the life. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of infinity. <laughs> Maybe so. But yeah, like I don't know. Slavery somehow is not better than spoopy possession to me. I don't know. Oh god. I, I'd imagine you're not paying them a fair wage. Like I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna find out of there now. Like so that that is effective slavery. I virtue of the hat. Oh god damn it. Um I promise that I will find this thing and I will post it everywhere. Well, I can't find it, it right wasn't now. A fever dream of yours. No it is a thing that happens. No, I I definitely I Definitely read it and was like, this is the weirdest thing. <laughs> this is wonderful. 
And then I just... And it's... It, uh... Uh-huh. I believe you, honestly. I really do. You don't, and it makes me I sad. Uh, it makes me sad. It definitely happened. You didn't, you know, just have a late night and get that, get into that sort of delirium that no, you get. No, I, I swear. Definitely, definitely I, happened. I, I absolutely, I'm now in like tinfoil territory on Google. <laughs> Fucking governments removed it from online. They didn't no, like. No, no, it's it's people. Nintendo issued a takedown on it. Oh, for real? No, I'm saying maybe, like, because they they were like, that's possession. That's slightly creepy. You're using our IP incorrectly. You know what fucking Nintendo are like. Someone, someone grows a particular style of moustache and they'll issue a fucking DMCA takedown against it. Like, they're <laughs> quite feisty. I, I, I just... Oh, it's really annowing that I can't find it, but it, it's fine. It's, I fine. Will... it's fine. in the midst of the internet. Right, yeah. we'll accept that. Yeah, I, I, will, I will find it at some point and post it everywhere and just be like, look at this shit, and, and you'll all believe me again. Um, but yeah, as I say, I'm sure it was like a man named Dan, um, and he, he possesses him, and I'm gonna... Lives on through his spawn. Yeah, it's, gr- it's actually grim. That's, that's some... Like, that's it's... Some, like, late night movie channel horror sort yeah. of shit going on right there. Yeah. I feel like there needs to be some, like, brains in bubbling jars full of suspicious liquids in the background maybe some dry ice right. I, I just it, it just caught me the wrong way and I kind of it's just the old stomach flip like just a bit yeah uh, just <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit alright but yeah no it doesn't need game overs the game doesn't need game overs we've been doing this for ages now having games that don't penalize well that penalize you but don't stop you from playing um it's What's the point in penalising beyond the point you need to penalise? Yeah. I mean, we were talking about the fact that, uh, you know, my mum plays Professor Layton, and she never gets the puzzle first time. She never, ever does. Um, so the game takes coin, like, rewards away from her until she can only earn, like, six per puzzle or whatever, three per puzzle or whatever it is. And she'll text me, or we went out for, for brunch the other day, and she was like, Pip, look at all these puzzles I've done. And she's got, like... I don't know, like, almost no rewards for it. But she's making her way through the game. And she's enjoying that. And she's still able to enjoy that game. And for somebody who... um, She used to kind of... uh, She used to make fun of me because I was so into video gaming. Seeing Mm -hmm. her pull out a 3DS in a cafe and fangirl over her progress in Layton, that's huge. That's, yeah. that's massive. So, and that's a, a, a profound drift in opinion. Yes. From previous, which is pretty cool in of itself. Like, yeah. It's quite rare that you'll see such a, a considerable change in opinion on any any number of subjects. Yeah. <clears throat> I yep. think I think we need to call call time of death on finding oh, God. the the Mario oh, fanfic. God. Oh the, yeah, for sure. Uh, like, as I say, I will find it at some point and you will all be like, oh, it does actually exist. So, um, so but... from, from a dad passing on the gift of Mario to his child, <laughs> to a father that oh, left God. and never came back just yet. Just yet. Um, just yet. We have got, I have got an update for you guys on oh, this, good. actually. 
if you guys haven't heard. Um, so, Daddy Dating Simulator didn't come out on time. There was a slight breakdown in communications and some stuff that people weren't happy about. Uh, and this game is now coming out next Wednesday. Aha! Uh -huh. So, I'm going to visit all my daddies, and you guys can have your own in video game format while I'm away. Perfect, right? I'm a daddy, apparently. Apparently. No, uh, uh it's, yeah, it's gonna come out next Wednesday. Um, it was pushed back, and then pushed back again. Um, they streamed it to, uh, Funhouse's channel. Um, some people who have had early access to the game have ignored the newly put in place embargo and made YouTube videos. As they will. It's... Most people don't pay attention to embargoes anyway because they're dicks. Yes, so. but the problem that I have with this whole thing is that people went, I don't care if they need to sleep. I want my video game. Now these devs have been in crunch for, what was it? Almost three weeks, I think it said? Yeah, three weeks was the time they gave. That's a lot of time to not go with sleep. And, and, but you want your video game now. And it doesn't solve anything. All this, this foot stomping doesn't solve anything. And I'm actually really, really glad that the tides have turned now and people are like, no, we really respect that you guys needed your rest. Yeah. Like, we really, really, like, we, we really appreciate that you guys need your rest. Thank you for looking after your dev team. Go sleep. Well, I mean, the, the amount of times where you hear these horror stories of these studios sort of cracking the almost literal whip over their team's heads to get games out the door and whatever else, and then you get Mass Effect Andromeda, which is just rushed out of the door before it's ready to be rushed out of the door, yeah. and ends up being a mess and scores badly because it's not an enjoyable experience, and that, hell, that game's still not fixed now. Um where or you could wait a little bit longer and actually get the game that you want to play rather than when you want to play it, which was probably three months ago, let alone yesterday, you know? Um, you know, I, I want to play so many games that are in the pipeline at the moment right now. I, I, I don't, I don't want to have to wait. Yeah. I want to play Cook Serve Delicious 2 right now, but it's not ready yet. It's not done. Yeah, so, I, I think every... I think every month I send out a tweet that's like, "Is Mega Aquarium done yet?" Um, yes. Like bit, no, that one was worse though. That was worse because the, the press release that he originally put out, oh, yeah. Mega Aquarium, he fudged the date on it, and he it put he put it to like be coming out four days after he announced it or something. Yeah. So we were like, "Year <gasps> and four days." Yeah. No, a year and four days. Um. um so that's the reason that made my soul ache even more so. I was like, I know this isn't real, Tim, but like, why you do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that that was that was super fucking sad. Um, but stamping your feet and shouting, and and I had a big Twitter rant about this. Um, people don't understand how hard development is. They they no. just don't. Um, smallest issues can set you back so far absolutely so far and people get very caught up in i want this thing now but you're not owed that thing no unless you've pre-ordered it but even then you haven't pre-ordered it for a specific date you've pre-ordered to own it at some point right and i i kind of i worry about pre-orders in that regard that they needed some time to be able to get the game right so do you fulfill the pre-order at the requested date but without the content that 
it was promised because as far as I understand, the end game was broken. Yeah. The end game oh. section of this were broken. And I know a few content creators who had agreements to stream this early and they were told you can't stream it two days early now. You can stream mm -hmm. it tomorrow. And then that day came and they said, no, you can't stream it today. You can stream it on launch. And then launch came around and they were all sent emails that said, look, please don't stream it yet. Uh, we don't know what's happening right now. Um, I know a lot of people are upset because they put together a stream. They streamed it with Funhouse and some people have um, uh, gone against Embargo and put videos up on YouTube. Yeah, which is never a smart thing to do anyway. No. Um, I can understand the frustration of going ahead with a stream. But honestly, if you've paid for that marketing, that's... You have to. Yeah. Otherwise, you've literally, you know, uh, no one in, in any stretch of the imagination in the gaming industry, other than like four companies, has the ability to just take a handful of money and just go, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Just fling it out a window. It's yeah. fine. Uh, no one has that ability. So, but at least it was in their control. That, that was a stream that they had yes. control over that when they could go, don't pick option three, it will crash. Yeah. So right. I, was, I was talking about this last night with a bunch of casters. We were talking about the fact that I've had builds. I remember a build coming through from a, a friend of mine in the Ouya community. And it was a platformer. It was a collect-a-thon platformer game. Mm -hmm. And it arrived and I played it and I'm like, this is great. And I pressed the Y button on the on the controller and the whole, everything changed color and froze. Right. So I suddenly have this panic message through being like, don't press that button again. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, is it going to break everything every time? Yes. Right, okay. So this was a few days before launch. And that mm -hmm. hadn't been spotted. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I've had builds in the past that have been, like, again, a couple of days from release. Um, that just... I've got to a certain point and they've gone what's your CPU at? And I'm like oh shit my CPU's capping. Why? Yeah there's a memory leak in it still. Yeah. Streamer builds unfortunately that's I'm a thing that we that. get. No. Um, there's, <laughs> By the there, very definition they're not. There was an RPG game and he was like don't buy anything and I'm like but it's an RPG and he's like yeah don't buy anything. There's nothing <laughs> for you to buy. The shopkeeper yeah. will get stuck in an endless loop of trying to sell you things that aren't there. And I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because it happens. It's one of but those things. Ultimately, there, there, is a, there is a flip to this. Yes, there's a level of scary out of control, blah, blah, blah. You know, there are things that could be wrong with the game and so forth and whatever else. But if you trust a content creator if you know a content creator is at least remotely re responsible and professional enough for you to be giving a pre-release build to you should also well you should on only be giving them that pre-release build if you have the confidence that they have the ability to play off the fact it's a pre-release build and that the bugs that you see in a pre-release build will not necessarily be there in full release yeah. and I have been specifically told not to press the number seven, so I'm not going to press the number seven because that will be fixed for launch. Like there's there's stuff there. I've had I've had like a full like two page document of do's and don'ts mm -hmm. for this pre-release build yep. because 
it's a pre-release build and these are the known bugs that we're going to fix before release and that's fine and I will avoid doing those things for that period in time. And and I will even say during the, that content, I didn't do this because of this. Mm. To be sort of full disclosure, not that yeah. I, you know, I did just, I decided. Not, ha, ha, these are the bugs that are in it right now. But, but it's like, I'm not going to do that because I'm aware that it's a. That there's a bug mm. and they said it will be fixed before release. But like that's me saying they said it's going to be fixed for release. That's not me saying it will be fixed for release because I don't know. Right. I can only presume that they will fix it. Um, so you know, there's a there's a slight flip side with that, but ultimately it's their choice. If they don't want it being seen in its current state. Then yeah, and again, if they've got an agreement to run a promo stream, there is then you know that's that's a, a big opportunity and a potentially money that's been. You know, yeah, going I mean, on there that's difficult to figures for a small studio to cough up. It it just I'm I'm saddened by a lot of people's reactions, as I say, that were I want this game now. And I, I just I don't understand being like that. These people needed their rest. They're not robots. They're not machines. Yeah. You know? No, they actually need to like, you know, be able to function as a human and yeah. Silly little things like that, you know. Hmm. And hell, if I don't go with enough sleep over a prolonged period of time, my work suffers in whatever form that I'm doing, let alone creative process. Yeah. Even if, like, when I've been like doing retail jobs, back, you know, going back a few years now, like when I was still in retail, my work as a retail person, like you know, cashiering or sales or whatever else, suffered through lack of sleep. So being able to like fucking find and squash bugs and find creative solutions to problems, mm -hmm. can you imagine doing that sleep? It's not going to happen. Yeah, no, it's it's bizarre. I I don't understand it in the slightest. Um, I don't understand being with that, and I'm really glad that a lot of people stepped up and went, guys, behave. But like, I think it's kind of a trouble trouble with that segment of the market as well. I mean, anyone that's what, buying rabid fanboys. Well, anyone that's buying a daddy dating simulator that's also a visual novel made by are, a prominent youtube group odds are they're going to be kind of meme knee-jerky reaction-y kind of people on the whole and that's an unfortunate side effect but it is what it is unfortunately it, it's it's got slapped knocked into check yeah um, I'm I'm really really proud of the outpouring of support that they had on Twitter after the initial knee jerk of where is it you haven't said anything and yes I think a lot of the communication could have been handled better but it was in no way helped by people stamping their feet and being told hey you know like we we want this game now or we're gonna pirate it we want yeah, this I game now you guys it. suck and it's like what at what point does that make any sense. It's not reasonable. It's not no. a, a measured response to a situation. Like it's just not. Um, but you know, it's just internet anonymity brings dickheads to the fray. That's just how it rolls. Yeah, and unfortunately, throw them a bit of an anonymity, and that's it. They go fucking buck wild. Yeah, and it's it's dumb, and I I don't get it. Uh, but you know, whatever. Hey. Soon, TM. Yes, Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, it should be really good. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see how it goes. I'm well, guessing um, it's just going to be a bit of a meme, like it's yeah. not. Yeah, but I think every now and then you need a bit of a meme. 
that's how I live my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, precisely. Yeah. This is just the, the entirety of what I do on Twitch. Memes. Yeah, uh, pretty much. So. So. Picks of the week, who's going first? Well, we've already talked about mine a little bit, so do you want to go first, and then we'll just recap on why I think why I think my one is, is better than yours. Okay. So, my one for this week, which was actually last week, which technically was the week before, uh, <laughs> is um, Emily is Away 2. Uh, so, this is a sequel to what was previously a free game, actually. And you can play the original free still on Steam, which is called Emily is Away. And it's MSN Messenger Simulator, which sounds really crap. Unless... You, in fact, were an angsty teen in the days of yore when MSN Messenger was what you did when you got home after school. Um, also, the, the trailer for this game is absolutely magnificent. Like, because he's actually made it, so he's, like, chatting to the girl about, mm. like, um, making the trailer and shit. Here, I need some edgy music for the trailer. They're royalty-free. It's like, gives him a link. Uh, so, in support of this game... They also made like knockoff, well, not knockoff versions, but like time relevant versions of websites at the time. Oh, so, this like, made me so happy. YouTube, Y O U T W O B dot com, which is like 2005 and earlier YouTube, like the early days of YouTube. So, it's all the YouTube that I remember. Oh my God, stomach shush. Um, um, yeah, it's all, it's yeah, like, it's all the YouTube I remember because we were listening to Shoes, weren't we? Yeah, I which is just uh, just over oh ten god, years. Oh my god, shields! Also, um, shields! Oh my god. As of yesterday, the oh fuck! I can't believe you've done this. Yes. <laughs> as of yesterday, is ten years old. Oh, for real? Yes. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> phenomenal. That's um, amazing. I but yeah, so what like, else even was on like, there that we listened to, and it was just like, oh. Uh, well, the Numa Numa song, which yeah. is the dude doing that that kind of dance thing to to, to Dragonstone and Tay, uh, that was on there. I can't remember. There was there was a few other bits and pieces. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like, it's just really stylized at the time. You have like the star system for for voting for what videos you liked. And and just stupid things like that. Uh, MySpace, I don't have MySpace on there. Uh, Facebook is on there. Yeah, and like people, people's profiles had those quizzes that you used to take, where it would just be like, who was the last person you kissed? Who who do you think about before you go to sleep? Do you like the person that you last sent a text to? When you when when you what's your favorite song and do you think of your dog when you listen to it? Like it just all of those really kind of just cringe questions yep. that you need to flick your fringe to reply to. Yeah. Um, which is just glorious. Oh. Um, the, the like the premise of the game is via this chat interface, you talk to two girls, and you basically decide how you want to react with them do you want to be friends with them do you want to try and date them and like it just kind of progresses through and you know do you share music tastes and do you play games at the same sort of time or same same way and whatever else you can set your profile picture and if your profile pictures green day they'll go i love green day oh this is great 
um, and just silly little bits of that. And you can set your status up, and if you put lyrics from the band they like, they'll talk about how much they love that band or they hate that band See, or whatever. This is, a, this is always a really neat concept, and I thought this about the last one, that it is a really neat concept. Um, I just... It... it I don't know whether it's, it hits too close to home for me, you know? I, I was sat there going, I've had this conversation like five mm -hmm. or six times in my life where you're just kind of going, but like, do you like anyone right now? Yeah. Do you like anyone right now? Yeah, I do. Is that person close to you at this point in time? Yeah. Are they online on your messenger right now? Yeah, they are. My, are my favorite one, right, was always... Oh, who's your favorite band right now? And they'd be like, oh, so-and-so, do you know them? And I'd rush to Google and be like, yeah. who the shit are these people? At the same time, being like, yeah, yeah, no, they're great. Like, I'm, I'm sure I saw them, like, last last year or, like... And then, and then just, my, my favorite song by them is... And then just, like, scroll, 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 scroll! Until you find the right like, one. Like, and you listen to the first, like, three seconds, like, yeah, that sounds vaguely good. Okay, we'll just post that one, that's fine. Like, I, I remember that life. And they're like, this is a cover band. What are you talking about? They're like, this isn't them. How did you think this was them? Oh, wrong. Uh, I copied the wrong link. Sorry. Sorry, Ooh. hang on. Yeah. Oh, oh, silly. My, my internet's not working right. I don't understand. Like, yeah. Oh, also, one of them s sent me poetry and it, and it transferred to me and it was on my desktop and I had to open it on my desktop. Oh. And it just made, it just made me very happy. That's like the cutest. Um, That's like actually it's just, the cutest. It's just literally, it's it's my teenage years uh, in a game. Neat. Um, wrong gender, but other than that, like literally my my teenage years, and it's amazing. Um, and just like being a little bit coy about things, and just kind of nudging nudging them in the right direction to noticing your affection, and literally Aww. just me, just me, straight at me. Um, get off the phone! Yep. Aunt Agnes's hip replacement can wait. I've got to talk to my friends. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm just going to quickly check the price. I think it's like a few quid on Steam. Oh, for uh, real? For pounds. Oh, that's pretty good. Four pounds. That's pretty good. And it's just enjoyable. Like, it just. I, I don't know. I think if you weren't around for, for that point in time then maybe it just wouldn't have the same appeal right but yeah but for the people who remember it and remember being like that they, then they absolutely love it yeah, like, for sure. no way oh here you go here's here is the um the websites that they made that were like in the stars so i got youtube uh YTM you're the man now dog oh mm -hmm. shit uh, Facebook badass buddy. I don't know what that one is. No, but Newgrounds is is just Newgrounds, and I love Newgrounds. And but yeah, it's just it's just the old skinned version of Newgrounds, and it's just like perfect. Like it, it's it, it's just yeah. all of the crap games that you used to while away like thousands of hours oh of your God, life. You're the man now, dog. Shit, does that still exist? I think so. I think it does. That's well cool. That's well fucking cool. Um, neat. Okay, so that's your recommendation. I, yeah, I can get behind that. Um, my recommendation is a little bit more expensive. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's not four pounds, is it? No, it's not four pounds. I think it's arc either, so, you know. But, 
But if you are a fan of platformers, if you're a fan of um, difficult games, if you're a fan of things that you can pop up, uh, like like pick up and put down, um, mm -hmm. this has so much charm. It's not even funny. Like this, this game has so much charm because it is the '90s, you know, the the '90s classic version of of, of one, two, and three. Um, mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's three games in one. Yeah. But actually, uh, for like thirty quid. Yeah. So you're paying a tenner a game. Um, it's it's wonderful. It's so faithful um, to the original. It looks really good, despite what people are saying about the fact that it's hard and me 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 me. It's the Dark Souls of platformers. Yeah. It's not too difficult, right? I promise you, it's not too difficult. It's just difficult. Like I'm having a problem with a level at the moment, but like I'm getting that with it, and it's good. It's good. Um, it's so polished. It's so pretty looking. It's funny. Like it's like I left it the other day for a minute. And I walked away. I came back, and him and the mask crush and the the mask um, aquaco they were playing catch with a bit of fruit. <laughs> and uh, the mask like spiked it back at Crash and it just like it, it burst all over his face so he was covered in pink goo until the next time I did a spin yeah I, it just little little, little bits of charm yeah little bits of charm like that go a really long way it's a really yeah. really good um, we decided it was a remake right yeah, yeah we decided yeah. we rolled on it yeah it, no, it's definitely one or the other we made a rolling yeah and... yeah, 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 yeah so <laughs> It's a really, really <laughs> good quality remake. I mean, it's it's one of those kind of edge cases, I guess, because it would be a remaster if it wasn't for the fact that it is a remake. Yes. Like, you, you know what I mean? Because it's that close. It's definitely HD now, but the yeah, fact was... that they've had to build it up again is, is yeah. Yeah, like, you could, you could be forgiven for confusing it. Yeah. But like even down to things like um, when you fall off a platform, he doesn't just fall. You then see his shoes like fly up into the air. Yeah, like um, jump up or yeah. When you see uh, when you see him hit a spike, he turns into a little angel with wings and he floats up into the sky. Like there's so many little bits and pieces of quirky charm in it that just work. It's it's a wonderful, yeah. wonderful, wonderful game. Um, well, there's three of them are. That. It always had it back in the day as well. Yep. Like a lot of those sort of games did. Like you had Sonic, for example, where he'd just sort of like sit there tapping his toe, waiting for you, and little bits Sonic. and pieces. Some characteristic thing from those sort of that period of gaming. Yeah. There was a lot of those little. Simon the Sorcerer had a great one where he would turn his Walkman on and put his headphones on and tap his foot, and he just kind of like. Yeah. Oh, you're back. Okay. And then he'd take everything off and pop it back in his robes and off he'd go. Like, yeah. there's, there's, yeah, it, it's got a lot of these nice touches that we're missing, I think, in a lot of running games. Um, it, It's like, you can play it fast. You can work out the platforming solely if you want to. Like, it's it's just I mean, you, really you well done. You can try and play it fast. You, uh, how well that'll go is another matter entirely. I tend to play better if I'm trying to rush because I'm hitting all the cycles at the right time. Uh, yeah, I guess. But it's 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 whatever. Um, I I absolutely adore it. I think it is so well done, and I genuinely hope that out of this, we see a Spyro. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know why you wouldn't. Although Spyro was, in many ways, I'd say Spyro is a little clunkier. Oh than, yeah, for sure. That it would take more work to recreate. But then it was easier. 
than this. The one that I don't understand why we yeah. don't have a remake of is Croc. Did you ever play Croc? Croc was really, really fun. Croc like is I... this, but on on uh, the levels are sort of more open. Yeah, they're, they're more. Well, it was more kind of not three D, but there was more depth to the. the yeah. When in yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. rather than one at a time. Like I, I genuinely think that we ought to be having. Uh, a Croc. Um, I don't. Was Croc that big at the time? I think. I think it was reasonably big, but it yeah. wasn't. No, it, it was because it was ported to a, a whole bunch of different things. Was it? Oh, yeah. Bro. Yeah, it was ported In to like. Mind, like I view Croc as less of a well-known. It's kind franchise. of culty now, almost. Wasn't there a two as well? Yeah, but it was. Shit. Was it crap? Like, I, I, beyond being aware they existed. Sorry. Right, that's... <sighs> Sorry. Sorry, it's, it's not coming through. It's fine. That's oh, all right. My, it's really loud. Um, my I mean, stomach's rumbling super loud, and I'm like... Can... It's a thunderstorm, right? That's all it is. Oh, yeah, no, lots of thunder over. Really uh, studio went into liquidation, so you're not sure who has the rights to the IP for Krog. Yeah, no. Okay. Um... Okay. That being a problem, then yeah, only someone owns it somewhere, probably, like, and it would be really good to, to see it make a, a return, you know. But I, well, I'm not IP sure. transfers from if not studio to studio, person to person, so there's someone out there that has the IP for Croc, yeah, just it's a case of who and hunting them down and making them agree to a remake or whatever, yeah. So, yeah, this is my game recommendation for this week. Um, I've been playing it like, every time I'm downstairs. I'm like, Cash Bandidoot! I wanna yeah. play Cash Bandidoot! Because it's just, it reminds me so much of when I was a kid, this wonder of what does the level hold next. Like, mm -hmm. And it, it just, it, it does it absolutely perfectly. And I love it. Hands down, yep. even if it's making me throw my controller around. I, I need to pick it up at some point, but the man's. I know, I know. It's, it's good though. It's, it's, it's good. good. It's good. Is good. All right. So, our kind of wider topic for this week is a bit of a difficult one, I think. And mm -hmm. it's sort of interesting that um, this morning or, or today, even, our roles are kind of the wrong way round to what I'm used <laughs> to. Uh, yeah. So, so, so it's going to be an interesting one discussing this with you, like this way round. I, I guess. Yeah. Um... So the topic of discussion is mental health in regards to like content creation as kind of a, a general thing hmm. uh, because it kind of strikes and bites and in, is involved in various different directions and combinations. Um, so I guess the starting point really is the impact that content creation itself can have on mental health. And I, I think the, the best way I can open that up is uh, so there's a streamer by the name of Old Volpine, oh, uh, who definitely be I love OV. He, he's brilliant. Mm -hmm. uh, she definitely follow him up on Twitch. He's partnered stream stream lad, and he, he at one point he just said the most profound thing that I've ever heard about streaming, which is the worst thing that can happen to you on Twitch is to have a good day. Yep. Because there's your expectations. And if you don't get the same thing the next day, your expectations are still there and you just kind of feel a little hollow. 
because yeah. you've not met those expectations. What did I do wrong to not in, ensure that level of success again? Yep. Shouldn't this be an upward curve? If I am, if I am good enough, I can achieve X level of uh, X number of viewers, X number of subs, uh, X number of views, whatever it is. So why can mm -hmm. I not hit that again? Yeah. And it's. I'm gonna be honest. Having the day after a good day is heartbreaking. It really mm -hmm. is. It's it's really difficult. Um, we always preach um, with streaming, and we we do preach it. I use that word very rarely. Um, we preach to not look at your numbers as you yep. move forward, and it's always really interesting because it's something that a lot of us find really difficult to not do. Um, because whilst it's a good idea for your health not to. It's a bad idea for if you're trying to improve and progress to not look at them. Yeah, you because right. they're, they're important metrics. As much as they can impact you mentally and and whatever else, they're still quite, you kind of need to keep on track with them yeah. in order to adjust and to you know is this game working out for me? Should I move on from it? Maybe I should stream at this time and not that time and any number of factors that fall into it. And that goes across the board as well with like. Um, if you're writing articles, if you're making YouTube content, if you're yeah. doing anything, like it, it just it's the same sort of rule that, that applies, just different metrics. Yeah, obviously, I mean, my my experience lies in in Twitch streaming, and it's that that I'll use as examples. Um, but every time we mention content creation, it, it applies to like a, a whole broad sort of uh, spectrum of things. Um, Kirsty in the chat's talking about um, a webcomic artist, and again, that's. Mm -hmm. That's that's creative content. That that's making content. Um, There's still, still views and and paid views yeah. and c concurrence and whatever I, I else. I think you can you can always you can always say to yourself, well, okay, I won't look at, for Twitch especially. I won't look at my viewer numbers, but I'll look at my hours streamed this month and I'll look at my hours watched. Mm -hmm. And I think potentially that's even more kind of uh, dangerous in a way that the more you look at your and I, I suffer from this a great deal so um, I'm I, I suffer from uh, depression um, for a long while I had to care for uh, family so I had to be taking steps away from stream a lot so to watch my hours watched go down made me not want to stream which made mm -hmm. my uh, hours watched go down which made me not want to stream. And you get caught up in this cycle of, um, on a good day, and, and again, on a good day, I can do this, mm -hmm. right? Why can't I do that every day? And it's, and it's super difficult to balance. And why can't I turn on the ability to have the same discussion that I had yesterday with this right? new group? It's even like to the, the real sort of microscopic, microscopic tiny granular level that you can do that kind of overthinking and rethinking and reconsidering and delving into it and measuring out and whatever else it's yeah. so easy to do yeah um but it's something that you have to have a handle on um for me um obviously we do poll streams and i have to have a handle on how many people are in where they're coming from uh i have to handle i have a handle on um whether my moderation team is doing well um what kind of feedback we're having so whether we're having trolley feedback whether we're having good feedback whether people are asking questions and that sort of thing um and i had a stream this week where i didn't have any grip so everything was falling apart and i'm like i don't know how i'm gonna put this together 
and people weren't asking as many questions, we were having more trolls, and it, it kind of all started to get on top of me, and I needed a way to kind of decompress out of that. Mm -hmm. And it does, it, it really does catch up with you and weigh on you, and it affects the kind of broadcast that you have if you start looking at everything with that level of scrutiny. Yeah. But it's something that's very difficult to avoid if you're looking to um, push your broadcast further. Because you exactly. have to be aware. If you're if you're looking at sponsorships and things, you have to be um, looking at your marketing deck. Well, like, you need to be meeting their expectations. Yeah, and you have to know where you're at with that. Um, it's it's a it's a real difficult one. Um, and as I say, obviously, the the more you get caught up in that scrutiny, the less you want to do it, and the less likely you are to kind of push that button. Mm-hmm. Um. And the sheer anxiety it creates to push that button to the point where it's almost unthinkable to push that button to yeah. go live or, or whatever, to upload your content or whatever the, else. The one that I always used to get, and I don't know whether you ever felt this way, um, was you couldn't push the button because you weren't going to do a good enough job. But if you didn't push the button, you were going to be letting people down. Mm -hmm. So then you were sad because either way... So, so the way I roll with that is um that's why i have the intro video with a countdown time on it because like the way the way that i process everything through life anything that i can't face doing on my own so if it's like going out to a social event for the anxiety side of things and like dealing with i don't know business stuff or going to cover events and whatever else which are all things that horrify me to my very core if we're being entirely honest but um i deal with it in steps so instead of me going I'm going to go and do this super scary thing. I'm going to put on my shoes. I'm going to get my keys. I'm going to make sure I go through my pockets. I'm going out the door. I'm going down the road. I'm going to the station. I'm going to get onto the, I'm mm -hmm. going to go and buy my ticket. I'm going to go and get on this train. I'm going to go and change my train here. I'm going to go to the hotel. I'm going to go from the hotel. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go have my breakfast. And everything is built into these tiny, tiny steps. So to the point where you're at the precipice of actually doing whatever the terrifying And then it's only is. a teeny, tiny it's step tiny. away. Yeah. And, and you're almost... You, you almost have to. You're almost face-to-face -face with the person that you're doing that thing with. So it's almost kind of too late. You can't sort of just uh, about face and piss off. Like they're, they're like, oh, you're here for your... Oh, bye. Yeah. You know, like... So, um, so that's why that's why I do with like the countdown timer for the start of the stream is I'm not starting my stream. I'm starting the countdown timer for it. I'm, I'm putting the video on where I'm finding some music to put on for that video. And then in that five-minute countdown... What I spend my time doing is going around and posting out the links and to stick them in Discord and to put, set my host up from my own channel onto this channel and fart about with say on Twitter and whatever else while I wait for the time to go down. And then it, it's gone down. We, we, it's reached zero. I need to push the button and go live now. Like I, I, I'm, I'm already here now. Yeah, I cut it down a, a step further than that. You'll always notice with my streams that the countdown goes down and I switch my microphone on and then mm -hmm. I say hello. And then my camera goes on. And it's exactly the same coping mechanism. Um, I I have everything in steps. And I know, okay, mm -hmm. I don't feel like streaming today. Um, you know, I, I really don't, I, I really can't face it today. And you kind of have to make that decision of do you take a mental health day? Or mm -hmm. do you go through, and I, I almost treat it like a routine. And that's nice. Um, yeah. I've only recently discovered routines. I have a friend who's um, super fucking organized. Like, I've never been organized. I've never... My family didn't do organization. 
Um, I was never taught it. I was never taught lists. I was never taught anything like that. So I'm, it's a concept that I struggle with like a great deal. I cannot be an organized person. Um, so his friend comes along uh, with his notebook and pen and is like, okay, well, we're going to break everything the fuck down and mm -hmm. you can do it a bit at a time. And I'm kind of trying to bring that more into what I do. And um, I think that's a very healthy way to go about it. Mm -hmm. Like that, something that I've stumbled across and it works very well for me. You've obviously started doing it. It works very well for you. Um, like that's a very limited case study, but that's a hundred percent strike rate so far. But like it, it makes sense yeah. to my mind uh, as a way to go about it. And it's something that I suggest to a lot of people whenever they're having trouble with that stuff and it seems to work well for them as well. So, so my list is actually all through an app called uh, Habitica. Mm -hmm. uh, and it basically turns my everyday to-do list, which includes things like get in the fucking shower, um, like wake up at, at X time, like do, do what else, wake up. At the moment we're in wake up before 12. And then eventually mm -hmm. I wanna move that down to wake up before 11. And mm -hmm. then eventually I want to make, like, until we have, like, a wake up at 7am. But, yeah. you know, you take everything, I think, mm -hmm. a, a step at a time. And you narrow it down or grow it as you need. If you find you're not keeping up with, you know, if you're not keeping up with waking up before 11, that's fine. Just stretch it out again and try and work on breaking it back down. But all my lists and everything are done through Habitica, which is basically um, an RPG. So mm -hmm. I'm part of a... Uh, yeah, that's the one game I mean. I um, I have a party. We fight bosses. Every time I tick something off my to-do list, I do damage to a boss. Like, it's super straightforward. And the, at the end of my day, when all the Australians come online, and I'm like, ha 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 ha. Like, I did X amount of damage. Like, where have you guys <laughs> been? Um, a lot of the healers will tick off their, uh, they'll tick off their to-do lists so that they can heal us. Mm-hmm. You know, it it, it it works. Um, it doesn't work for everybody. I know a lot of people struggle to keep up with it, but I find because I'm in a in a group, and I actually um, I'm actually considering setting up a group to be able to do it with people. Um, it, it's it's always super interesting to kind of sit with the group. The group sets challenges like every couple of months, things like that. I'd love to get something like that going for it. Right, almost I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and the raids give you pets and mounts. Wait, I want a mount. <laughs> right? And this is what I'm saying. Like, there are there are these weird things out there that can get you that that can get you moving forward. And I think for me a lot of it was um noticing when I've taken a step forward. Instead of only noticing these giant leaps that you only see from time to time. Again, like Say I get hosted by somebody who's been on front page. Mm -hmm. Or uh, going from poll... Like, if I think I'm going to maintain 100% viewership from poll to gameplay, like, I'm having a laugh. But yeah, that's, uh, that's really hard to convince my sorry. brain of. Yeah, but it, because it's like a complete... There's no crossover like between the two yeah, things. Yeah, no, they're, they're two completely different things. The only thing that sends them the same is me. But... A part of your brain goes, but I had this many, and now I don't. And now I don't. So clearly, I'm not good enough. And mm -hmm. it, it's kind of, it, it's kind of taking this step forward of um, recognizing these small, sort of quantifiable steps, 
and having these lists and having that organization kind of helps with that the other thing that i find helps with that and something that i i talk about a lot is your networking because mm-hmm. we have to network as content creators you have to know kind of um who all these people are and you have to know what sort of stuff they stream and you have to know what kind of time of day they're online whether they do d players yeah. whether whatever um, I mean, you need to become a part of their community. Yes. To a degree. And, like, I, I'm sure that, you know, any anyone watching this probably is a part of a community or another. Right. And you understand, like, how time-consuming and how involved that that is yeah. to do. You know, it's voluntary and it's because you want to, but it's still, there's a lot of involvement in that. There's a lot of time sink in that. Yeah. Um, as much as it's horrible to view it as a time sink, like there no, is, there's it, a, yeah, there's, there's a lot of time. The yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a lot of time that that's sort of taken up by by forming these friendships and things. But once you have a friendship, you have somebody that genuinely understands, and yeah. you have a community behind you that every now and again, you know, it, if you are struggling with things, you can say, "I'm struggling with something," and sometimes it's just nice to know that people like have your back yeah understand i want to offer support and right even if they can't oh sorry to hear i hope you have a better tomorrow or something yeah even that that counts that helps yep like cat gifts fun funny pictures on twitter there is it sounds awful right but sometimes i have a nav day and i go on twitter and i write that i have a nav day and people send me funny gifts and even if it makes me like crack that little half a smile we're in a better position than we were previously but again that's me saying there are these small steps that you can kind of you know that that you can recognize to move forward perfect example i mean like if if you don't follow me on twitter and whatever else i'm having a shite time of it at the moment mental health is just at the moment um so before we came on and before we started this section pip's suggestion for the video (laughs) for this section was a trailer that she still got downloaded of the infi- infectious madness of Dr. Decker. Where you play a psych. Up, which is exactly the kind of interaction that helps at these points in time. Because, like, at, like I was there sort of going, at the same time as, like, going, yeah, that's actually pretty funny. Like, right. And because <laughs> I know you quite well. Like, yeah, you knew it would tickle me. Right. Um, like, I, I'm sat here... I'm not trying to paint you up as some kind of insensitive no, monster. No, 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 <laughs> But, like, you, you have to remember that, that Sam and I have known each other for freaking ages now, right? So, I knew that if I sat on call, listening to Latin music super loudly, doing shoulder shimmies, and saying really, like, foot-in-mouth inappropriate stuff, eventually something would stick. Something, something would just, yeah. Yeah, we, we got to talking about this section and I'm like, oh, what video can we use for this? Because I don't have anything that's kind of like calming and peaceful. I have like shooters and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I have Dr. <laughs> Decker footage. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Let's go for it. And you'll I mean, find... You haven't finished playing that game yet. You don't know just quite how inappropriate it gets. <laughs> I don't know. One of them wants me to go back to her house or to the beach Ooh. or something right now, and I'm like, oh no. Oh, Mariana. Oh, uh. alive. My chat love Mariana, and it's killing me. Um, but yeah, you'll find you'll find within your communities there are people who start to understand the thing that helps you. Yeah, that that kind of little 
little change in mood, that little uplift. Right, right. And it pushes you in the right direction. And it might be something as silly as like a, a, a cat gif or, a, or a, an, odd, an oddly sort of timed and, and placed joke. Yeah. Um, for me, last night we were playing Neon Scream and um, my character and another character, and again I won't spoil it, but my character and another character had a blowout. And we sat there on camera screaming at each other. And it blew the RP cobwebs away. And suddenly mm. I was Voss and, and you know, he, he was him. And we were having this absolute to-do. And it took yeah. everybody aback. We went to break and the two of us sat there and went, Oh, that felt better. Oh, that feels good. <laughs> All right. Because it, it did, it just kind of blew the cobwebs away. And, and then, lighting up a cigarette afterwards. Right? right, no, it was really, it was really like, <laughs> oh, God damn, my heart was in my mouth the entire time. And again, like, I sat there going, I'm so sorry, I shouted you, and everybody was going, no, 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 it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. Um, but like, little things like that where I can express a passion. Mm. It's an outlet. That's, yeah. Like, even if it's not, the exact thing that that you're feeling at that point in time and the, the thing that's affecting you at that point in time, whatever else, because you've had an outlet of an emotion of some sort, yep. it counterbalances in a way. Yeah, again, through something that I'm passionate about. I sat there and instead of going, um, and again, it, it's a thought that occurs to a lot of us that I should just sit there and not speak to anybody. Instead of doing that, I did something that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. It's the same with um, with my dancing. Whenever I'm sad, I get a text being like, go and dance for a little bit. Right? Yeah. See if that helps. And eventually, once my thighs stop hurting, like, it, it does. Yeah. Like, it, it, it um, helps. Like, um, when you picked up your horse as well. Yeah. Like, that was you acknowledging that you needed to do some, like, manual stuff. You needed yep. to focus. You needed a, a project, basically. Yep work on so you went out and you got a project to work on yeah i don't and, recommend if you haven't been around horses before that you suddenly no, just up and, up just and, up and buy a horse but I, i've always lived around horses and it suddenly struck me that i needed something that would force me to go outside and be in the fresh <laughs> air and do something that required me to move around and she depends on me so i have to yeah, that's, that's one of the parts of it as well isn't it like you I, I wouldn't go outside for myself. Like, I, why would I? I, I don't care. Like, I, I have no interest. Right. But because you are the sole, sole point of failure for for that horse. Mm -hmm. Like, she relies on you to live, effectively. Yeah. Like, you, you have to. You have to leave yourself out of bed and go and do things. Like, even in a small way, I have a cat. I have to feed that cat. I have to give him water. I have to change his litter tray and whatever else. And like just those small things. Yeah. Like, they're not going to get done on their own. I have to go and do those. Yeah. Admittedly, I try and hoof them off onto Jimmy as much as I humanly can. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Uh <laughs> the one that I always like is going to get milk. And sometimes mm -hmm. I choose to drive just a little bit further out to go and get milk and things. Yeah. And then I'll get there and I'll think, okay, well, I should walk around while I'm here and have a look. And that allows me that little bit of freedom outside of these four walls that I stream from. That I fortress. Yeah, you know, and again, a lot of content creators, you... There's a really awful quote that I love um, from Ed McMillan uh, from when he's working on Meat Boy. And mm -hmm. he talks about his... Um, 
uh, his wife Danielle and the fact that Danielle very often only ever sees the back of his head. Oh yeah, I remember you mentioning that the other day. Yeah, and that's really uh, sad. It's really sad, but when I was grinding for partnership and so we were streaming for something stupid like I think it was 19 hours a day every single day creative and gaming it was like that's all Steve ever sees of me my friends don't even get to see that my family mm -hmm. don't even get to see that like well I mean uh, it wasn't until after that grind that you we I started seeing you again yeah because, uh, but well beyond like in these kind of circumstances yeah yeah, yeah. you couldn't do it no no um i went through a phase and i lost quite a fair few friends during that where i couldn't sit and play video games with people because i just didn't have the time yeah no i was streaming um mm -hmm. so it, it's it's always important to keep an eye on kind of like where you're at with how much time you're spending doing what and it's always nice go like it's one of those awful things where everybody goes oh you need to go outside you do try it mm. like, yeah do. it's the thing you actually need to do yeah um so, it's it's difficult to do in a lot of cases but even if it's walk outside your front door see like that and i think it's an awareness that you need to have as well because like for me distraction is like the 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 top tippity top thing that i can do distract myself from dumb brain shit right mm -hmm. so i bury myself in projects and just make like if i'm focused on that i'm not focused on what my brain's doing i'm focused solely on what i'm trying to achieve by doing whatever i'm doing mm. that kind of has the the, the dual-edged sword sort of thing where it's like well that also can create burnout which makes the situation even worse yeah and there's a certain level of awareness that you kind of need to have about like where that that burnout point comes and um, how much it takes to reach that because I, I was very very close to the edge of that quite recently mm -hmm. uh, like e3 prep and um actually doing e3 stuff and then some other bits and pieces that were going on around that and like i got super close to the edge of that but because i've managed to burn myself out for the longest period before like i could kind of see it come in but you just need to be like super aware of the potential of that occurring i guess um without hopefully having to experience it in the first place yeah because <laughs> that's not ideal um so the, the other flip that I wanted to kind of um, cover is how the, like poor mental health itself stops the content creation process. Um, because I think that's, you know, the, fir the first part that we've talked about, you, you know, like the knock-on effect from content creation affecting your mental health is probably the less talked about part. Because uh, I, I feel that people don't really measure up the failures that you perceive from your your content affecting your mental health so strongly right. uh, because people only want to see the success talk about the success and that's kind of yeah human nature but um you know there is something to be said for that barrier that that barrier for, for the the content uh that kind of gets put in place sometimes by by mental health like what ways do you find that just kind of help you try and duck around it and push on through but not in a sort of unhealthy way 
because that, that, that's part of the problem like you can push on through and it be unhealthy or you can push on through in a healthy way that kind of looks after you or you know i understand that you need to take that time away to look after you as well like there's a few different directions you can go um so it, it's that's always a difficult one because again it requires some sort of level of self-reflection that um yeah, if you are difficult. kind of close to that that stage it's difficult um um honestly if i if i feel like i can't if i feel like i physically f sort of can't move on with things i'll take a day but mm -hmm. during that day i'll find something that i'm comfortable with putting together for the next day's content so a sort of small task to keep you ticking yeah. over and it can be very small like researching um, whether I want, even if I never use it, researching kind of whether I want to change to a new bot. Mm -hmm. Looking at what bots there are, for example. Or um, looking at, um, oh gosh, I don't know. What did I do recently? Oh, we made the, we made the workout layout that I have. Oh yeah, yeah, with your like... Um... I've got That's like so a Persona 5 skill yeah. wheel kind of thing going on. That took me about four weeks because I did it whenever I felt like I couldn't do anything else. So I sat yeah. there and coloured things in. Um, if I feel like I can stream, I usually go for a game that I know that I can play without, with some kind of mental distraction. Yeah. So for me, that's Isaac. Yeah. I can play Isaac with my hands closed and my eyes behind my back. No, wait. Um... <laughs> You know, you know what I mean. I think both of those are pickups in Isaac. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. I I play. I usually try and um. I usually try and see if I can kind of do something that I can do, even if my brain is is half there. Um. Mm. So visual novels are great. Um. Like Isaac is great. Things like that. And I say openly, hey, I'm not having such a great day today. My brain's not in a particularly great place. Mm-hmm. Come and hang out. Bring yeah. a hot drink and a blanket. Please, please do the helps. Yeah. Like, I, I make myself as comfortable as possible. I will wear clothes that make me feel comfortable. So we very often stream in my pajamas. Mm-hmm. Like... I'm wearing pajama bottoms right now, basically. Like, that's... I'm still, I'm still in my pole clothes. I'm really sorry. Uh, <laughs> I keep muting my microphone on stream every time I move because otherwise I squeak. Um, <laughs> like I wish I was kidding. But... You hear it? Oh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah kind of a grumble. A yes. grumble. <laughs> That's my trousers. Um, but yeah, I wear stuff that makes me feel comfortable. I take a hot drink with me to stream. I'm very open about it. And I, I mm -hmm. very much believe in being open about it without kind of um being forceful with it and being like i think there's a very very large difference between um being open and begging for the pity yeah and it's it, there's a balance there's a balance to be had with it and there's a certain level of self-pitying that kind of Drives people away from even coming to and wanting to help, I would say. Yeah. Like, constant trumpeting and whatever else. Yeah, the, the whole, um... The whole, like, boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. 
Boo hoo 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 hoo. I feel awful. Come and tell me. No, I don't, I don't want that kind of thing. What I want yeah. is people to be there and be like, hey, no, you're having a bad day. I got you back. Yeah. Literally, that's it. That's that's all I want is for people to be aware that maybe my brain's not going to be quite with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if I feel like I, I can stream and I can do stuff, I do stuff that I'm comfortable with. I wear stuff I'm comfortable with. We have music on that I, that I like. Um, and we put as much kind of positivity in from external factors as mm -hmm. I can manage. Um, uh, somebody in chat earlier, uh, Omega Mario was saying about... Um, they they to relax they spend their time doing fighting game combos yeah perfect so so like the the kind of um the reward from learning something new getting something right yeah. for the first time like those sort of small yeah rewards that just kind of have yeah. that little uplifting effect yeah um of course the other thing um that i wholeheartedly recommend is to not look at social media yeah is to put a message out on social media to say, not having a great day today, guys, um, you know, whatever, Why? and to just take a step back from it. And I know for a lot of people that's super difficult, but it is so important. Hmm. Like, so, so, so important. Um, a lot of things on Twitter will upset you on bad days. And they're yeah. not meant to in any way. Um, don't fill, don't ever fill your Twitter with hateful people. The oh, other God, thing that you can consider doing, um, when you feel a little bit better, is going through your Twitter feed and being like, do I need to mute said person? There's nothing wrong with muting people who their tweets do kind of upset you. Mm-hmm. You know? Or just it's content that chafes you. Even that much. Like it's not. It doesn't even necessarily need to outright outrage you and make you want to curl up in a ball and cry or whatever else. But like, even if it's just kind of grating on you or chafing on you, and it just it's just not adding to the situation in a positive manner whatsoever. Even that much, with enough exposure, can kind of really make a big difference in in the negative way. Yeah. Um, like you know, I I, I I don't know about you, but I've become a lot more irritable when I'm on a downswing. Yeah. Uh, so things tend to irritate me a lot more. Um, so yeah, having more of that pop up just does not help. It you know kind of exacerbates it. Mm -hmm. Um. So there's that. I mean, what I find is just like trying to make it like um. So so like when I used to. What, what, what I kind of imagine as being like the most comfortable gaming experience is to curl up on a sofa with like an old game that I know like the back of my hand and just go for it and relive it and re-enjoy it and whatever else. So that's what I'll usually do. Um, so like uh, favorite game of all time, Sukaden 2. So I'll replay for it for like the billionth time. Luckily, it's got a fair bit of replay value in, in it because there's 108 characters. So... Yep. Luckily, it varies up a little bit. It'd be a little bit more tedious if it didn't. But um, so I just fucking chill out with that. Throw it on on a stream because on those days, I just there's something to be said for pigeonholing, I guess. Hmm. So whilst I want to grow the channel and make it as big as possible and whatever else, I'm not doing it in any kind of super serious way. But you know that's the intention. But the days where 
I'm just doing it for me. And what, it's, it's kind of like a, a propping up, I guess. Hmm. You know, like ha- having people drop on by and chat bullshit about whatever I'm up to and whatever else. Like, the numbers don't matter on those days because I'm not streaming for numbers. I'm not, I, I, I'm not streaming for views. If no one turns up, it's fine. I'm chilling and enjoying the game. Um, and that helps. Like, just having the company along with doing something that's just comfy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. really scratches. Um, I'll be honest. If you're streaming... And, and this is a thing that I get quite upset about. Uh, and you'll, you'll have to excuse me if you guys have seen me rant about this uh, in the past. Matt, I feel like this is a, a cool time to bring this up. Um, if you stream for more viewers, you're potentially not looking at the chat that you have and the viewers that you yeah. do have. And they can be a massive, massive support to you. And I'm not talking, hey guys, feel sorry for me, hey guys, send me money. But just having somebody there to speak to, I find helps. And again, you're never forcing any of these people into chat. Ever. No. You're never forcing any of these people to look at your comics or look at your your articles or whatever. Um, You, you know, they're there because they want to support you. And I always Mm -hmm. think that that's a really nice thing to hold on to every now and then, as difficult as it may be. I'll tell you one that really did it for me recently. So my sleep was fucked up from going over to LA and coming mm-hmm. back and I didn't sleep properly. And my brain was being crap and whatever else. So I did a stream at 4am. I, I don't think oh, I've ever gosh. streamed. I don't think I've ever streamed at 4am. And like half my regulars came in. Yeah, there you go. And that was just like, the fuck? Like, you, yeah. you should be right now. But for whatever reason, you're not asleep at this moment. And you've decided to come and hang out with me. Of all the things you could be doing at 4 a.m., like fucking sleeping, you've decided to come and swing by, and that's um, that's pretty cool. Like that, that that was really salving, you know. Like that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it um, it, it surprised me with Neon Scream because Neon Scream we do midnight until about 5 a.m. Yeah, and the amount of people who stop by, the amount of people who watch the vods, and I'm just like, holy shit. That's, that's crazy. Like, that's, that's absolutely crazy. And if you've got a way to make your stream less stressful, be it having a friend there or having people in chat, playing something that you like, wearing comfortable... Again, I cannot stress enough how neat it is that we can wear pajamas to work. You can even do the four-year effect, top only. Like, if you were so inclined... Like, do that. At the moment, I feel most comfortable in pole clothes. I can do that. That's a thing that I can do. Like, mm. I like having a hot drink and, like, just, just curling up with it. We can do that and play games at the same time. That's a thing that you can do. If there is a way to make you feel more comfortable, yeah, do it. Do it. Like, without, without a shadow of a doubt, without a moment's hesitation. Yep. No, do. I remember being threatened back when I was a newcaster and I was super scared. And a friend of mine said, Hey, I'll sit in a call with you while you stream. Mm-hmm. So then I'm there. And it's the same effect now as seeing some of you guys who, who pop up in my channel. Um, knowing that there's somebody there. Oh, just in case. That well, always like, makes me feel more comfortable. You were concerned about doing your poll stream. So I was oh, like, God, Okay, yeah. that's fine. 
let me know when they are in advance. I'll make sure I'm there. Yeah. And they've and gone... You know then, you've got backing. Yeah. And, I mean, we made live stream fails for, like, what, an hour or something? Like, four yeah. hours before it was shut down? With the, with the most boring part of oh. your stream. So angry. They clipped me warming up rather than doing anything cool on the poll, and I'm just like, Bleh. But, yeah, no, we made Twitch stream fails. Now, the thought of that used to turn my stomach. Right? The mm. Just the pure thought of that genuinely used to make me, like judgment or whatever right going right it's it's that it's that scrutiny that comes from that particular kind of audience yeah and that's that's it's enough to like it's just by it's very nature it's not likely yeah. to but the fact that that was shut down because people were like no dude that's poor fit what the fuck yeah like, she's not doing anything wrong what do you want about yeah like that's not a fail she's being strong and every part of my heart just kind of like burst and what <laughs> Considering it was literally because it was on it was on a subreddit that is specifically for being a dick. Yeah, like, yeah, it was it was for a subreddit, but it's specifically for turning on streamers. And there was people that have gone, you know, taken a moment out of their day to go and look at an area of of Reddit that is there to be a dick, and gone. Eh, I don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. Yeah, it's just it's normal. Yeah, like that. That's that's a powerful thing. That's a powerful turnaround for for what otherwise could have been a concerning situation. Yeah, um, Steve saying there like in work they all try new teas. Mm. That's really freaking cool. Like, hey. you want to take any of the teas that we have, Steve? Fucking go for it. Just don't take my nerf this because that's my favorite. <laughs> that's my. Well, yeah, I mean it. If this if this place becomes the official Senshudo office, I mean it technically is, I guess. Hmm. Uh, like that, that's it. I've got a cupboard filled with tea. Maybe I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Some. I'm gonna bring some next week, and you're gonna try it. I it's gonna be gonna wonderful. Uh, you need to bring like the the tea leaf thingy, Bob. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got uh, a spare, and I'll bring my mug, so it's good. Uh, but yeah, no, there's there's loads of different ways that <laughs> the thing is. Like, mental health can be really awful and, like, poor mental health can be debilitating. Yeah. Completely. Completely and utterly. Um, uh, uh, full disclosure, mate, the reason that, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's at least two less people here this week, and a large chunk of that is I normally arrange them, and I just couldn't. I, I could not. This week, I could not think of how to even speak to another human to ask them to come on and be a guest on the show. But you say you know, that. As long as, long as my arm that, that could come on and do it, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Saying that, I think it's always nice sometimes to take things back to being just me and you. Yeah. Because, they will do. like, okay. we, we've, yeah, we've, we've always, this podcast came from me and you shouting at each other in Twitter DMs. Basically. Yeah. Or, or, well, not even in DMs. Not half. even in DMs half the time, no. Um, How dare you? that about men here's a gif of a man dancing like that's just pretty much the level that we communicate hey on. i've seen some genitalia in shoes and it reminded me oh, of you fuck's sake. um the day i woke up to a penis in a high heel <laughs> fuck's sake but yeah this podcast has sprung out of, of things like that and like you say hey like i failed this week because i didn't get guests on but actually i think we tried something new 
Oh, absolutely. But what I'm saying is like the like, reason they didn't oh, happen yeah, 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 yeah. Is because like I just could not do it. Like uh, it was right. a physical barrier to me being able to pull those guests in. I just couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't like even formulate the thoughts or whatever else. And and for for those in chat at the moment, they're like, oh my god, lol. Dixinheels.com, I believe it is. It'll be our sponsor for the coming weeks, I feel. Somehow. Oh, can we um, can Pretty we sure that's the name of the website can if we you not? want to horrify can yourself. Can we not? You can Enjoy. It. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like, like this podcast came out of, of nothing. And yeah, I, I agree. Like, mental health issues can be super debilitating. But if you're taking small steps, they're still steps. And yeah. that's, that's good. That's that's always good, um, like yeah. Just as I say, make yourselves as comfortable as possible, and if you can't, pick a smaller thing that you can. And even mm. if it's the smallest thing, that's that's still okay. Like well, that's, that that's still okay. Goes back to a thing that um, you talked about. Ooh, it might even be a year ago, oh, or possibly longer now. Oh, but I apologize. Little, little victories. Mm. Love that, that's that's why that's what progression and improved health is about those little victories that you have yep where you know maybe you haven't done your entire workload today and got the laundry done and managed to hang up your new curtains and do triple backflips and make yourself look fantastic and also write down all the notes for that interview and fill up twitter with some really engaging posts but what you have done is made yourself a really nice meal that day Yep. And you sat there and you enjoyed that meal. And that is a small victory. And that is something that you have succeeded in doing on that day. And that's fantastic. Yeah. Little victories are super important. Um, with Paul, um, we do... I mean, you've seen you've seen some of the like... Oh, God. You've seen some of the ridiculous upside down leg hanging. I mean, today I put up a video of me hanging upside down by my thighs. And that's it. There's nothing holding me on other than my thighs, right? But some days I'm proud of myself if I can walk around the pole and keep my hand in the right place. And that's yeah. literally moving my feet and making my hand, making sure my hand is in the right place. These little victories are super important because the more comfortable you get with them, the bigger they get over time. Mm-hmm. So... So, um, so this is something that we did uh, back at that time. And I think it's something that we totally, 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 totally should bring back. Uh, which is like... Me, me and you were like really reachable across social media, right? Yep. Like, uh, I, I know I had DMs open. I'm not sure. Uh, I have do. my DMs open now. Yeah, they've been open um, for the last month or so, which open. is going really well. We're on Twitch. We're on uh, Pips on Instagram. I wouldn't touch it with a barge pole personally. Um, you know, on a million and one different things. We're on Discord. Snapchat. And, yeah, Snapchat. Unless you're sending me nudes, to be honest, I'm not on Snapchat. Oh, yeah, no, don't um, send me nudes, but like. Send, send those to me and, and and other things to Pip, and that'll yeah. be fine. Um, but <laughs> but what we what we used to do, I mean, it was more Pip that was doing it at the time. But like, we I kind of to, jumped. Yeah, we need to bring this back. Yeah. Which is, if you have a little victory, if there's something that you've done in the day where you feel like you've achieved something, however small, tweet one of us or message one of us somewhere somehow, um, and we'll tell you you've done a good job. Yeah, we'll we will celebrate with that that with you wholeheartedly. Like, because we're both fully aware of how fucking not only difficult it is to attain that small victory in the first place, 
but how much better it feels when someone else knows it and actually gives a shit and appreciates the fact that you've done that. So just having someone to tell it to is is really important. Yep. So like any time of the day or night, if we don't reply straight away, we'll reply sooner or later and tell yeah. you how fucking we've done. Yeah. Yeah, genuinely. Um if you if you have a small victory, a, a little victory that you uh even again even down to i remembered to cook myself dinner today which is one that i do a lot i i remembered yeah. to eat lunch today good girl pip give myself a gold star and I'm... i got dressed properly today yeah i i drunk more water today than i normally do because i really need to up it yes pip uh <laughs> good job i haven't, I haven't um, drunk all stream you haven't drunk yet fucking chop chop Oh, you know, anything like that. I've literally written... I, I've made a start on updating my CV or mm. whatever. Yep. Send it across. We'll, we'll tell you that you've done a good job. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, you know, something of value that, that we can at least give to... Yeah, and I think we should. Celebrating those little victories. So that would yeah. be a thing. Um, yeah, what other... Bits and pieces, but I'm going to mention alongside that as well. There was another thing, and my brain just stopped working. Oh, that's okay. As I say, <laughs> I'm I'm super tempted to start up a Habitica team. Mm. So if anybody, uh, if anybody wants to um, start Habitica, um, come and do some Habitica with me. We we can I can potentially make that a thing. Um, um, I know the group that I'm in shares challenges and stuff. I'm perfectly happy to put content creation sort of themed stuff like that forwards for it so that might be a thing that we do mm. that might be really neat yeah, I, I was gonna get jimmy in on that as well and mm. then i can forgot well, so I mean, again if i start do. a team then i can help you guys out get started and then you know we can go if, from if, there. if you literally turn around and nag me and say i've made a team now you've got to join it mm. i will actually go and do it and i'll remember to do it yeah so uh, I'll do that then before I leave for for London. Um, I'll do. Um, I'll it's set. Okay, we have internet here too. Like, oh yeah, I no, I know, but like <laughs> I'll get everything in place for it. Um, Habitica, for you guys who missed that earlier, is a um, it's a way of turning your to do list into an RPG. So the more stuff that you cross off your to do list every day, um, the more you level up, the better gear you get, and eventually you go against bosses. Every unchecked to do hurts you and the team. But every checked to do does damage to the boss. Um, so or you, heals the team. Yeah, or... or heals the team or stuff like that. So you can be, you know, warriors, healers, uh, rogues, that kind of deal. Um, it's a really good way of sort of keeping on top and keeping keeping track of stuff. Um, so, yeah, potentially I'll put a team together where there'll be a team chat. So you guys can all talk to each other, um, encourage each other, all that kind of deal. So that, that'd be good. That'd be good. I'll get on that. That's good. That's the thing that we shall do, and then obviously, again, if anyone wants to get involved, you know where to find us. Yeah, and absolutely. That was a further point I was going to throw on there, actually. My brain has finally kicked back into gear. There you go. me. Um, like, if you guys have any bits and pieces around anything that we've talked about today, DMs are open. Yep. Hit me up. Hit Pip up. Yep, same. We're more than happy to like talk through whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like, always. If we don't know, I'm sure we'll probably know a resource that you can look at or a person to talk to that will know or have at least a better idea around whatever it is that you're encountering. Like I think like it, there, there is... Um, I actually wrote a Medium article uh, about it at some point in time, which is like I actually 
get self-help from helping from helping others like there's something about knowing that i've helped someone else with whatever problem that they're facing that kind of lessens my own problems and therefore makes me feel better about them mm. and just kind of glosses over them a little bit which isn't doesn't sound healthiest but it works for me so it's fine um <laughs> as long as it does it, it helps that's the important part right yeah so like stuff like that um it actually helps me so like ne never fear to um shoot a message across um with that i think we have um yeah I think we have. stumbled ever so gracefully as is tradition over our time limit and then some and for this one. but that's okay there's half the people on this podcast and we've gone over time about as much as we've ever gone over we're actually we the worst Actually, the worst. Uh, just never get us to do a schedule ever. No. It's just not life. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I'm working on it, but... but no. I'm not. I pretend I am. I'm not. I get on a rant. I just want to carry on. <laughs> oh, Lord. Screw the VODs. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so I suppose the only thing left is to title the episode. Yes. Um, I don't even remember what we talked about. I... <laughs> As per tradition, I should go first. You should. Um, I feel uh, like I, this I, one should have a really sensitive name, but I I I just want to call it six out of ten, the Dark Souls of podcasts. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, I'll go with that one. <laughs> I I will go with that one. Six out of ten, the Dark Souls of podcasts. I think Navin has a good shout. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. What are you doing this week? What am I doing this week? I don't know. God, you asked me such complicated questions. Um, I'm probably going to do some streams at some point in time. I have got some finagling to do in the backgrounds to uh, do bits and pieces, and then I need to like clean up this shithole of a place. So I can install a pip uh, into and a mafu uh, as well into the lodgings. Mm -hmm. uh, so that needs to be a fit. You need to get that app going soon, so I can like fucking gamify cleaning this I shit over. I will. I will. Stay of it. I will. That'll um, be great. But uh, yeah, like I'm sure memes will occur mm -hmm. based on that. I hear there's baking involved with the visit. Good so I mean, cookies. I'm already okay with with this visit, uh, but yeah. Beyond that, I think it's, I, I, it's hard to make plans beyond that because I'm sure we'll just be pissing about and doing bits and pieces okay. here and there. Really. Yeah. Um. What about you, Ms. Pip? Before you're wandering down. Um. So I want to get some poll done. Uh. Today, tomorrow, even is um. Uh. Tomorrow is hibernation day, so I'm going to sleep. But um, I'm going to do a little bit of poll. We're going to be doing some more Dr. Decker. Um, I actually have a box of fancy goodies that I want Jimmy to help me unbox on a Strimstram, if that's possible. Um, so that would be nice during the week. But next week is my mental break holiday. Um, I've been going through, like, a lot. Oh, no, Matt's asking about cheese. Um, right. Cheese is good cheese. Um, I've been going through a lot recently, so I'm going to take a, a little break to decompress with my friends. Um, make some cookies for them. Hopefully you guys will see lots of like Magic the Gathering and uh, exploration stuff over on my Instagram. I want to put a little dance video together before I leave, but it's all going to be... Yeah, it's all going to be a bit mental. 
it's all gonna be a bit mental it, it should be good though it should be good though um as i say yeah, you guys it... will see one stream from me while i'm away which will be an unboxing uh with the lovely kerosene uh we have some magic cards to unbox but... I, re I reckon we'll sneak in a, a stupid mess around like jokey party game stream as well i'm i'm i'm, I'm in the mood for like a stupid oh. jack boxy or yeah, yeah. that kind of just like no pressure just fucking fry up a stream and have a, have a yeah. laugh sort of thing, you know um, so although i have one two switch just saying i will milk the shit out of that yes! cow. <laughs> all right it's, sorry it's, we'll not know what's coming It's been really great to have you guys all for today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been absolutely wonderful with that. I'm going to leave you guys. Have a great one again. Podcast next week, 5 p.m. BST. Uh, we're going to be talking promise. about all manner of stuff. I promise we'll have guests and stuff next week because I've already got <laughs> at least one. So, like, I tell you, guests oh, it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be wonderful. Guys, have a really great one. Um, we will see you hopefully next week at 5pm BST. Um, cheers to all you guys who are listening on iTunes. Um, and SoundCloud. Oh, SoundCloud's dying. No, it's not dying, really. Oh, is it not? Okay, that's fine. Then. It's just, they got rid of loads of stuff. It's not dying. It's okay, don't oh, worry. Oh, that's alright. That's fine. Thank you to all you guys who are listening on all those different platforms as well as YouTube. Much appreciated. We love you guys a great deal. And, uh, we'll see you soon. Have a great one! Bye, bye, loves, loves, bye. Oh, God. <laughs>